teeth, man. Shout out MLK Day tomorrow. Shout out the boy, Game. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the OG slime jigger. <laughs> every every year the Martin Luther King flyer for the club get worse and worse. Shout out Jamari, <laughs> shout out Jamari, bro. Shout out my homie, bro. Gonna <laughs> play on the flyers, man. Duh, YSL, YSL chain, and everything, bro. They got that boy next to Casamigos. Yeah, bro. what is wrong with you? We're, we were just talking about like uh, how NFL life or real money in the sports leagues may change your perspective. Because I was thinking, man, could you imagine covering Stephon Diggs? And your teammate knocked you down in front of the world <laughs> and not getting up and spazzing on him. Like, oh my god, that is some that is security that can't <laughs> that gotta come from within. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. bro. Um, but we have a fantastic show, bro. I cannot wait to get through this. Uh, the podcast is coming soon. Uh, all equipment is in. I'm getting that set up today. We will be probably recording our first uh, episode this week. So we'll be going two times a week, most weeks from now on. We're up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. All of that, tap in, follow us on TikTok. Everything is underscored nothing ATL. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. So we locked in. But y'all know, kind of time it is. Best time of the year, bro. Best time of the year. Amazing time. I, I love football. I love the basketball playoffs, but man, there's nothing like a football playoff. Bro, I woke up this nothing morning. Like it, I woke up this morning and saw an NBA Twitter meme and almost threw up. This football <laughs> season almost over. Like, this is really what we're going to be left with. For sure. So. I am. We gonna get straight into it, man. 49 Seahawks. Yeah. Surprise. Yes, I will say yes. Okay. I will say yes. I was too. I'm not gonna lie. Because so going into the game, I thought it would play out how the first half did. Mm-hmm. I thought I did too. the Seahawks had a couple of good advantages mm-hmm. in important places. DK yes. on the outside, Tariq Woolen yes. on the outside with Debo, but. I was against uh, anybody else. They probably have a much better chance, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, coaching wise, because you can just put one on, you know, uh, put one on Debo, stack the box, you know, play regular football. But the 49ers just play such a different brand of football. It's like they play a different game almost, where you start to drive under center with Christian McCaffrey in the slot. Debo Samuel in the backfield, mm-hmm. and you still throw the slant. Like, like that's completely <laughs> interchangeable to the point where teams just don't know who to put on people. Mm-hmm. And, man, that defense is so good still. The defense is so good. So, I kind of feel the same way, bro. I thought the first half was kind of where we were going with that game. I thought it was going to be a close game. Yep. And I was nervous because I wanted, I wanted to see the 49ers and Eagles play really bad. So, so bad. I wanted to see them play really bad. And I was looking at the game as if, man, it's so hard. We talk about this all the time with division rivals and how important those games are yep. in the regular season. And when you have to beat a team three times in the NFL season, that is very, yep. very, very hard to do. Mm-hmm. So, I came in this game, and of course, I know not even it's not a question. The Seahawks, I mean, the 49ers have the better roster, no oh, yeah. question. I think Geno is better than Brock Purdy, and I think yeah. I think the gap between Geno and Brock isn't huge. But I will say, if Geno had a full offseason and was on the 49ers, I would be picking them to go to the Super Bowl in the playoffs. Oh, the yeah. way I saw Geno. Oh, play this year. yo, that's how I, I want to say that. Listen. Gino, this ain't on you. Yes, this, no. This is not on no. you. Gino played an almost flawless game. Yes. And listen, it's playoff football. We saw us a little bit in the Jag game last night. Wide receivers, tight ends, y'all got to stop crying and finish these plays. Mm-hmm. Stop looking for the fa- the flag and finish these plays. Yes. And you're not calling. The Marcus Smart syndrome. 
<laughs> the Marcus Marshall, please just finish the play just in case they don't call it. Mm -hmm. So maybe you will catch the touchdown, DK, if you would have just kept running. Don't fall. Mm -hmm. Keep running. Like, we saw last night with Trevor Lawrence when he threw, uh, when he threw the second pick. Like, dude, keep playing. The play is not over. Exactly. Um, so I – the defense stood out to me. <clears throat> the defense is what I thought the defense is. But – Yes. If I'm watching this game and I'm Philadelphia, I am intrigued at how DK ex exposed that secondary. Exactly. Because you have a very big receiver, very fast receiver in AJ Brown, yeah. but you also have a receiver that gets open at will in Devontae right. Smith. So I think that is a matchup they will exploit. I think it is an interest. I think this game, the upcoming game of 49ers and Eagles, and we can kind of jump at that, um, is so intriguing because the Eagles' foundation is their run game. Yeah. Whether that is Jalen Hurts or Mount Sanders, their foundation is their run game and their strong offensive line. Right. <laughs> the 49ers' strength is their front seven. Yep. And them stopping the run game and getting pressure on the quarterback, the weakest part of the San Francisco's defense, which is still a good part of it, is the weakest part is their secondary. Right. So I'm very interested to see how the Eagles eggs, how the Eagles run their offense. Do they come out and just try to stick to what they do? Right. And if the 49ers stop the run game, then we're going to have Jalen drop back 42 times. Yeah. Is that what the 49ers want them to do is have Jalen drop back 45 times? If I'm 49ers, that's what I want. Um, but what are you what are you thinking from so, 49ers Eagles? Um so with the with the 49ers being the two seed, this will probably be the NFC championship, which will probably be the NFC championship. Mm -hmm. Obviously, so probably it's covered in there. But I think it really depends how Jalen looks in the second round. Mm -hmm. If Jalen in the second round does not want to run, does like he wants to run, they're not calling those runs, yes. I would really not, I would I would do the opposite of what you would normally do versus Philadelphia, and I just wouldn't let him pass. I would force him to have to escape the pocket, have to use their legs and really run the ball, not just with Miles Sanders, but with him to move the ball downfield to see if he can do it. Uh, playoff games, especially in the NFL, are also interesting because the different adjustments you can make, like to completely switch your game plan. But before selling out to stop to you know do anything else, I would like to see how Jalen Hurts looks coming off so much time where he didn't play. Right. And even when he did play, playing very conservative. Yeah. And that plays right into the 49ers' defensive hands because they are over-aggressive, mm -hmm. super-aggressive, hunt, hunt, hunt. And if you're playing conservative in any way, it's going to hinder your offense. 100%. So um, that would be my first uh, That would be my first play in the defense. But for Philadelphia's offense, what you said about uh, DK is perfect because A.J. Brown, he's not DK physically. No, of course not. nobody's. But he's pretty close. He's a big guy, strong guy. Possibly runs routes better than DK. Possibly has better hands than DK. And he has a lot to prove too. I think he does run better routes than DK. For sure, and I, I think he has a better quarterback too. I do too. And I think that will help a lot. And I think what Jalen Hurts brings to the table and offensive coordinator and offensive coordinator and offensive line. Yes. So <laughs> it, it's really a great matchup. It's it's a great matchup both ways. I, I want to see them try to challenge the middle a lot. Mm -hmm. I think if they can challenge the middle, uh, like DK hit the home run ball, but DK did hit a couple crossers, a couple ends. Yes. that were really important to move the ball because if the, the 49ers are going to play too high safety, four, cover four shell, cover six, all that stuff, and let their front do the work and let Fred Warner play sideline to sideline, you, you, you can let him play sideline to sideline, but it's two of them. So you need to put him in positions where – even if he reads it right, he's kind of too far. Yes. Or, you know, you just got to be creative in that way. And I think the Eagles have the personnel to do it. 100%. So, the uh, I was doing a little fortune telling. There's no guarantee that Seahawks and Eagles do meet, but I am praying they do. <laughs> I'm praying they do. Uh, so, I do want to jump to Brock Purdy in that offense of 49ers, man. So, 
Two questions. One, Christian McCaffrey trade, not a question, this is a statement. Christian McCaffrey trade was the right thing to do. I said, we said this when we came in, and we said the running back trades usually is not a great idea, especially when you have to give up what they had to give up for Christian McCaffrey. But if you're the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan is your coach and you are this close, you are this close to a perfect Super Bowl roster, you make that trade every day of the week. And your only concern with Christian was his health. He has been very healthy, and we said Elijah Mitchell being in that backfield and Debo being in that backfield along with them is going to help Christian be able to stay healthy. And you saw when they were in that win streak, it was some games Christian was getting 12 carries and six receptions. It was games like that where he didn't have to touch the ball, and you could tell it was about the long run. And last night, uh, uh, yesterday even, 15, 15 carries, 119 yards. Um, a couple receptions. Debo had three carries for 32 yards. And Brock Purdy was 18 to 30, 332 with three touchdowns. Yeah. So, how do you start this offense? <laughs> you, you got man. So, so, this offense, and it just goes back to, to what I've always been saying about Kyle Shanahan. First of all, no no doubt, coach of the year, 10-game win streak on your third QB. Coach of the year should be unanimous. Um, you think it'll win? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it'll win. But um, you have to you have to let Brock, Brock Purdy be the rookie. You have to do whatever you can to stop their run game. Mm-hmm. But the way the 49ers run the ball, it's kind of like a, like the Chinese finger trap. Like the harder you try to stop the run game, the worse you're going to do because it takes discipline to stop what they're doing. You need to make sure you're setting in your gap because with the zone run scheme, if everyone just goes the other way, you'll see exactly what Christian McCaffrey does. Mm-hmm. Put his foot in the ground. And especially because he's the, one of the best running backs in the league now, he puts his foot in the ground and he can get right upfield to the other side. And no one's going to catch him. Nobody. So you you got to force Brock Purdy to beat you, and you got to – you can't play from behind. Mm-hmm. You can't play from you behind. You can't play behind. Because so. their run game and, – and to give Brock Purdy credit, because we haven't talked much about Brock Purdy, he has a lot of uh, uh, addition to their offense that wasn't on there before that kind of makes it like – you know, almost impossible. Yeah. Where he, I think, he had like five or six passes of eighteen yards yesterday. Like yes, he he, he's throwing the ball down the field. Yes. And if they're attacking from three levels, it's it's going to be re- it's going to take a really good defense. It's going to take a really good defense. So this is a this is a formula I think you have to use in order to beat them. Which is why I think the Eagles are at the best point, the best team to stop them from getting the Super Bowl. And honestly, looking at the NFC, I think it's the only team that can do it. So. I think you have to look at your corners and say, hey, we're going to ask you to play man-to-man coverage for 60 of these 65 snaps tonight. I have a feeling I'm a little exaggerated with that. But you're going to have to play the man-to-man 75% of your defensive snaps because with the way they run these crossers, somebody's just getting open. You have Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle are too good. It's just – it's not like Ayuk is their number two, quote-unquote, yeah, yeah. and he's not a number two. And he had a thousand this year. He had a thousand this year. Debo had a down year and had a great year. Yep. So <laughs> these are not normal weapons you're dealing with. So in my opinion, like you said, you have to make Brock be a rookie, and I think the best way to do that is you get pressure on him, but you have to be a man-to-man coverage. So he's either going to have to throw this receiver open, take this sack, or throw this ball away. Yeah. And you have to make him – uncomfortable and that's how you make a rookie quarterback look like a rookie quarterback is you make them uncomfortable right. and I think Brock yesterday was doing a good job of you watching him I know I know you've noticed but he escapes from the pockets back he tries to get outside of the yeah. tackle yesterday 
early in the game, he was starting to slide up. Yeah, he was trying to step up. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if the the Eagles, I'm looking at the Eagles, I'm looking at the Cowboys, I'm looking at the Eagles, I'm looking at the Cowboys, and I'm looking at the Giants because those are the defenses I'm really – I'm not with the Cowboys because Brady's going to beat them. We'll get that later. Yeah. So I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at the Bucks and I'm looking at the Giants, and I'm really thinking they have, other than the Eagles, they have the front seven that can kind of get enough pressure to make Brock uncomfortable. Yeah. But if if he is going to have that pocket he had yesterday yeah. for 80% of the game, yeah. I don't know how you beat this team because of the playmakers. Because like you said, the 15-yard completions were turning were 15-yard completions that turned into 30-yard games. Yeah. 15 and then turned into a 28-yard game because yeah. of the, the athlete. Touchdown. I was about to say, the Debo touchdown yeah. should have been a touchdown. Clinic. But when you got an athlete like that on the outside, yeah. there's no telling yeah. what happened. Debo has this, and I noticed this in certain receivers, and I first saw it in like old Odell highlights, mm -hmm. where they would catch the ball, and Tyreek does this too, um, but just this just happens because Tyreek's so fast. He'll catch the ball like an out. A post, a crosser, and it becomes a punt return. So Debo catches it on the sideline, yes. and the defense. This is you did a great job. <laughs> you know this is the coverage you played. This catches. You know that's what's gonna happen. But now you actually got to tackle him too, mm -hmm. and he's not just running out of bounds. Mm -hmm. And the rest of his teammates are playing it like it's a punt return. So Brandon Ayuk is blocking forty yards down the field. Like, and other teams just don't present these issues. And that was another point I was about to bring up within the running game, but it works in the passing game too, is the way they block, yeah. bruh. I don't know if they was like, yo, if we catch you blocking good <laughs> film, we'll pay for your dinner or something. Hey, but the bro. way they block is like it's the wide zone Shanahan system. Mm -hmm. The way they block is yeah. like at the beginning of a training camp, it's like, hey, we're going to catch you if you're not blocking. Like, yeah. it's pretty much they looking at why, you like why? that. It, because it start, it, what it is, is everyone's got to do it. Everyone has to. Don't matter who, don't matter what position you are, wide receivers, you're going to motion in and you're going to pick up this DM. Yes. And if you don't like somebody you didn't do last night, we're going to see you, Ray Ray McLeod. We're going to talk to you on the sideline. Yes. Because when you run that fake jet sweep, sometimes we hand it to you. Listen, you're going to get the wide receiver touch. Mm -hmm. You might score. Like you did other week, a couple weeks ago. But sometimes you have to make that block. It's Joey Bosa. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make you that block. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just think that um, the blocking is a beautiful example on that yeah. 60, 65 yard Christian, 65 yard uh, run that Christian had, and he didn't score on the run because he got caught. But the blocking to get him free yeah. was like the red sea just opened, mm -hmm. right? And it's. When you watch 49ers game, even if it's not for a 30-yard run, the red seat opens so many times. And it's just so hard to deal with because they are so physical. And it's not like we blocking you because we know we got to run the ball. It's like we're trying to punch you in the yeah. so, every single play. So I agree that Philadelphia would probably be the best team equipped to stop them. Mm -hmm. But I also think there is one more team in the NFC. Mm -hmm. And they're going to beat Dallas today. Yes. And if Vita Vey is healthy, Monday. Monday. Genius, by the way. Yeah. Genius, Amazing. by the way. <laughs> Genius. Based on the radio, like, yeah, move that. <laughs> move that to Monday. Let's, let's be smart about it. And if Vita Bay is healthy, That's and Levante David and Devin White can play downhill with the Buccaneers secondary returning, with Winfield coming back, Davis, all those players coming off injury, I think they could have a chance to slow down the 49ers just because the speed their linebackers possess mm -hmm. And, of course, Levante David just being one of the best linebackers in the league and how big and strong they are physically up front. I think if they could do it, it would be it would be real, it would be a stretch to say that it would happen just because how bad they've been playing. 
But in the playoffs, at, we'll we'll tell we'll be able to see versus Dallas because mm-hmm. they'll have to stop the run versus Dallas. They will have to stop the run versus Dallas. The reason I am looking at Bucks the Bucks as probably the second team after the Philadelphia that could beat them is because. Your point number one is I think their defense can contain them. Right. And what your defense contains them the least to is a tight ball game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's listen, all you need. It, listen, that's it, all Brady needs is a tie ball game going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't care what the optics are. I as long as the ball three points, you can get yeah. the time. You can be down three points, and, down and, six. And, as long as the game is close in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's scary. For a rookie quarterback looking over there at Mr. Seven Super Bowls, it's like... Fam, e- listen, even in Tom Brady's defeats, you hear things that, you know, give you reason to be hopeful in the future. Because Brock Brady was very nervous up 30 versus Tom Brady. <laughs> we, I don't want to see how nervous he is in a tie ball game Man, versus bro. Tom Brady with three minutes left. In the right, playoffs. Jimmy G button. Listen, I'm telling you, we saw a lot of it. We saw a lot of it. We saw a lot of it, man. So let's jump to the AFC. We yeah. had a fantastic game. We have to. Man. So 27-0. Yeah. 27-0. <laughs> we will start there. I will first ask you the question that I have been seeing going around social media. Who are you blaming? And if you're not blaming anybody, why? I'm okay. So if I had to pick one, am I blaming anybody? It's for sure, Herbert. Off the top. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Herbert, amazing quarterback. You're gonna get paid two seventy million. You need to bring that home. I listen. The kicker missed a forty yard kick. It happens. You should go score. Put the game out of reach. Y'all had twenty four points. You had Keenan Allen wide open in the back of the end zone. You could have kicked it to him. Mm-hmm. Them extra four points really matter. Mm-hmm. This is the playoffs. These things really matter. And I think um, to come back from 27-0, you got to score a lot of points, but you need a lot of stops. A lot of them. And, and as, a, as a team with the payroll the Chargers got, the players the Chargers got, you can't lose a playoff game with a plus five turnover differential. It's that almost sounds, impossible. That sounds crazy. It's, it's literally almost impossible. Seriously. Because you can't, I can't ask my defense for more. I can't ask my defense to pick him off three times, and you still need more for me. We we have to Four times. we have to we have to run the ball better. We have to control the clock better. And you know what? Brandon Staley has a lot of issues, time score clock management. I don't even think he did a bad job this time. I think he took his points when he should have, and he kicked the ball off when he should have. But I, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy percent Justin Herbert, twenty percent Joey Bosa. Cause that was stupid. Very. That was you. You might have cost your team a season. Right. You you literally gave them a point. And you know what? Shout out Trevor Lawrence because I said this when I was watching the Jared Goff uh, Lions Packers game. Damn it! You don't start jumping over the line, bro. Y'all like six five, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. one yard. Just yeah. jump over. Yeah. And he did that. So I blame. We'll start. With that. <laughs> I am going. 60% Justin Herbert, yeah. 30% the defense, 10% coaching. Okay. So, I will start here. 27-0 is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And 27-0 is a beautiful thing. It's amazing that you were able to get that, to get there. But 27-0 mm-hmm. was done when it was 27-7. You had an entire half to play. Exactly. So, you played a great first half of defense. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. But you played a terrible second half of defense. So yeah. your defense deserves blame. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing people say they got five turnovers, they got four interceptions, all of this, and it's like that's cute. Last five. But you gotta finish the game. You know, you know the last four possession was touchdown, 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 touchdown. So, so when I'm looking at it from that perspective, you have to have a better second half. Yep. So you get thirty percent of the blame because. If I'm on that defense, I'm not taking none of the blame. And I would understand. Listen, could you imagine being a Sante Samuel this morning? During James, one of them? I saw Sante Samuel had three picks in the playoff game. It went home. Oh, my God. You ain't blaming me for nothing. But, I do it for <laughs> But Herbert. So why I'm saying Herbert and not the offense yeah. is because you're the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And if they would have won that game, you would have got all exactly. that. You would have got all the glory. Exactly. So you deserve all the blame for them losing that game. Mm -hmm. Because, seriously, bro, a field goal could probably change the game. Yep. And I will say maybe another touchdown. But that touchdown you're talking about with Keenan Allen probably wins them the game. Yep. One drive, one clock-killing drive that ends in the field goal ends the game in the I fourth quarter. I just need one, Herbert. I just need one of those plays. But okay. you got to be able to make them. And I think the... Interesting enough, tangent incoming, <laughs> interesting enough, I think what is happening in the NBA where all of these games and it's like all of these players are so good and we're comparing eras and the numbers are inflated. I think it's kind of like that for the oh, quarterback. I'm so I think that. the quarterback is kind of at this point where social media is so prevalent now, all of the cute throws are on everywhere. Yeah. So everybody knows Justin Herbert can make crazy throws. But a quarterback is so much more yeah. than you being able to throw. The, ah, Justin Herbert is scared of the camera and he doesn't like to be filmed. That's a problem for me. Yeah. For your quarterback to hate being on film and not want to be noticed anywhere, yeah. that is a problem for me because who is he in that locker room? <laughs> I, that is amazing. my problem. It is amazing how connected we are. <laughs> because I was watching this game and I thought the same thing. And I took it a step further. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? We have the camera up, so let me let me provide a visual. This is the new iPhone, right? Daniel have <laughs> Now, for us, this is standard technology. Mm -hmm. But 20 years ago, this would have broken a city down if somebody found this. <laughs> because technology moves and changes, and there are new normals. Mm -hmm. So I was going to wait. I was really, I, was, I thought it was a, a real hot take. But he didn't mess up enough. I'm going to throw it out there. Is Justin Herbert just... The new design of the Matt Ryan quarterback? Wow. Is he just the new model? Like, he looks better for sure. He's bigger, stronger, beautiful hair. He <laughs> runs sometimes. But all these games where we need just anything, Justin, just something, just three points, please. Like, the game's right there, bro. Yeah, he is. And I think that's Philip what it Rivers. is. He, he, that, that, it, it's amazing how life repeats itself because that's exactly what they are. Yes, and I just think Philip Rivers wasn't as cute. Matt Ryan didn't have as much swag. Yeah. Like you said, didn't have a build, didn't have a quarterback right. look. But it's all the same. Like yeah, it's, it's just, just a new design. And I told the Falcons fans when I used to argue with them, my brother, when I used to argue with him, it was like, yo, like it's not about the the numbers, bro. It's about the it. It's about that mentality, bro. Yeah. And as a quarterback, some people just don't have the mentality to win those games or get in those get in those moments and provide exactly what you need. It might have been all Justin Herbert needed was on a third down, you're going to have to put your nose down and go get these seven yards like Jalen Hurts would have, right. like O'Cam would have, like Vic would have. Like, you 6'5", um, right? 
you six five, prove it to me. Like you gotta, you Josh Allen. Josh Allen gonna run and run through listen, your chest because he got listen, it. Listen, think about think about the QBs in that tier. We didn't see Burrow do it. Burrow do it. We didn't see Mahomes do it a couple times. Mahomes has a couple scrambles in the playoffs. The Tennessee scramble yes. ain't scored the whole half. We need these points. He going through two, three people trying to get the ball to the end zone. Man. I just don't see that that dog in Justin. I don't see that fight in Justin Herbert. I don't. And and that is and it's it, it was a perfect matchup having him play Trevor Lawrence. And we, and we and I'm gonna say this every week, like the past four weeks, because the Chrysler looked like the Rolls. <laughs> you have. I mean, it looked just like the Rolls. Until you, until the person you're playing throws four picks in a playoff game and still outplays you, that's when you know it's a rolls. Because he threw four picks in a playoff game, and now you're the worst QB. After and, and listen, Justin Herbert gets a lot of premature crowns in this league for sure. He was like the second ranked QB going in by whatever list that was. But man, it, it's. He needs some help. He needs some. I think he, like I said, that social media stuff, the yeah. I'm scared to be noticed, I don't like that coming he, from him. He's, he's shy. Like, what do you mean he's shy, bruh? That says something internally about him, bruh. And it's like, I ain't trying to get it, bruh, because he is an excellent talent. Amazing. And as long as he is in this league, he will be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. He may never win a Super Bowl, but sh- not a lot of people did. So it's not a lot of people did. He will be a top 10 quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. Just like Matt Ryan, for the bulk of his prime, was a top 10 quarterback, no question. Yeah. But it's just about the it. It's the same with Phillip Rivers. It's about the it factor, and I just don't think Justin Herbert has that. Yeah. But I do want to jump We. All right, Trevor Lawrence, look, bro. Yeah. First off, Trevor Lawrence has not lost on Saturday ever in his life. That is crazy. <laughs> that is listen, crazy. That's not right? you be watching first day first. <laughs> I was watching that today with crying. He said the two goats. He said Todd Brady getting the greatest Georgia high school football player ever. Listen, shout out Trevor Lawrence, the best Georgia high school football player ever. Atlanta always wins. Atlanta <laughs> always wins. wins. But no, for real, bro. That He, so... Yesterday, um, if you guys follow the show Twitter, please do uh, underscore nothing ATL. Yeah. I tweeted, I never call them quarterbacks until I see them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that was not to Trevor Lawrence. It was not to Justin Herbert. It was just a statement because we have both heard crazy statements about both of these quarterbacks and yeah. how good they are and where they are and all of this. And I said, Justin Herbert, on one end, has to uphold the league and continue to keep his team locked in for a whole half down 20, up 27 to 0. Yeah. On the other hand, Trevor Lawrence had the worst possible half you could have imagined. If you're a Jaguars fan and you paid $10,000 for them front row seats, you was probably throwing up at halftime. Like, it's no way I was going to the, la- the last pick that he threw to Asante Samuel <laughs> was like, oh, no. It felt like a bad Madden game. It <laughs> felt like, oh, my God, I just can't do anything. There's <laughs> nothing we can do. Like, one person got three picks on him, bro. Bro, like, so, and I'm watching that game, and I... They score going into the half. And I said, they messed up. Yeah. You can't give them any life. Momentum is so important in football, bro, that you can't. That was all they needed to see. That one drive, all right, we got everything together. All right, it happened. It's over. You threw the four interceptions, Trevor. Trevor has it. Yeah, he has it in him. So it's like, all right, well, well I can't do nothing about it now. 
So we're going to go out here and we're going to fight until the last second of this game. And you can tell when your offense believes in you. And you can tell when a team believes in you. And you got the defense behind you. And it's like, all right, we just got to give them the ball back. We just got to give them the ball back. So we just got to give them the ball back. I'm so glad you said that because, listen, Russell Wilson throw three picks in the first quarter? <laughs> that game doesn't end like that. No. Kyler Murray throw three picks in the – No. Shit, Brock Purdy. No. It's a lot of QBs that can't – that wouldn't even be able to keep playing after that. For Trevor Lawrence to, to really pull them from the ashes, yes. to come back, it was incredible. But I do want to also give Doug Peterson a bunch of credit. For sure. Because even though I didn't blame Brandon Staley a lot, it's very obvious to see when a team is bad situational. Mm-hmm. And what we saw in this game, what you see a lot in the playoffs is situational football can really swing a game because the momentum is so important that things will start to roll downhill. Yes. And when one mistake starts to happen, another mistake starts to happen. And you saw it both ways. Doogie's hitting the head on the Jaguars with the, with the kickoff and the punt. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, Joey Bosa slams his helmet down to allow a two-point conversion from the one. That doesn't happen on teams that understand the situation. But the thing is about Joey Bosa is like, hey, bro, just do the Brady and get to the sideline. And fam, I, listen, 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 Joey. Listen, Joey. It's a lot of technology in the NFL. You better not have it. You better not I swear to God, you better not have You, listen, you know exactly what I'm saying. They said, we got to start letting y'all ref. <laughs> we need to start letting y'all ref. That is so funny, bro. Yo, listen, but, listen, Joey. You better not have it. I swear to God. You better not have Boy. Oh, when they start letting you people rap, <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. Yeah, nah, but bro. seriously, it's like, bro, like, especially with y'all, you know what? <laughs> it's just like, were you doing that for attention? Why? Because it's like, bro, like, like, you've watched people in the NFL do that. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I know you've seen people in the NFL do it. Everybody throws their helmet. Bro, just go to the sideline. Just go to the sideline. Just keep going. They scored. It's over. Your helmet was already off. Just take seven more steps and then throw it. Uh-oh. And like, Oh know. my gosh, I, I really don't know, but I think he's trying to get traded. <laughs> Maybe. Shout out San Fran. Listen. Maybe. I'm sure San Fran could get him in there somehow. So I just I really don't know. But uh schematically, what did you see from the Jaguars offensively that would allow them to get back in the game yes. after the terrible start? Yes. So the NFL the NFL games are really long. And like because situationally, um, it's kind of overblown that if you're losing, you can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. So the Jaguars were comfortable still running the ball while losing, and that allowed them to have the balance they needed to attack down the field. Mm-hmm. There was some really good schematic stuff we saw from Trevor. You really don't see it from the highlights. You have to watch the full uh, the full play. But uh, I think he has trips to the wide side to his right. Pressure coming from the left. And he uh, he says, hold on, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you can hear him on the game. Like, whoa, stop, stop. (laughs) And he yells out the audible because Brandon Staley, Chargers, 49ers, too, um, play a lot of cover six, cover eight shell. Audible to a cover six beater. They call them winners in Jacksonville, Mm -hmm. which I think is a super funny term. Shout out Doug Peterson. (laughs) Where like, he says, Trevor Lawrence at any time could just stop and dial up a beater. Like, which is gas. So, dials up a perfect pass, hits him in stride, wide open touchdown. The, the level of knowledge that Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence have combined is really impressive because he can make every throw. 100%. Easily. We said two weeks ago, MVP conversation, no question next year. Yeah. And next year, listen, 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 listen. I said, I said this in a couple different places. I haven't said on the show next year. This year won't be the year they do something, like, amazing. I just think they're not good enough to beat 
Buffalo. But they got they got to play uh, Kansas City. They got to play Kansas City. They got to go into Kansas City. That was fun. What's the issue? I don't think they have the talent to like beat not only Kansas City but also Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. But next year when Calvin Ridley come back, they don't have it. They got the listen. Listen, because now he's number one. Christian Kirk defense will be better. Yep. They'll be able to draft a defensive player. They got they, cap space. They got cap space. So, yeah, I, I am a, on an agreement with you. I think <laughs> that point that you just made is so important because you see a lot of teams get down 21 to 0 shit. They'll get down 17 to 0 yeah. and just abandon the run game. Right. And you'll be down 17 to 0 in the middle of the second quarter. And it's like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to drop down, drop back all three games. You can get this second and six and just have a good long drive because the football game is so, like you said, it's so long, bro. We were talking about the, uh, the, Oh, it was a 20 to, uh, the after they went for the second time they went for two to try to get 23, and mm-hmm. then they didn't get it when it was 20 to zero. And they went three and out. It was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And they went three and out in two minutes. So it's like, yeah. we got the ball back already. So yeah. it's like a touchdown and a field goal gets you back into almost any game in football because yeah. of how long these games are. So I think the Jaguars just did an excellent job of sticking to the script that they had going into the game. They didn't waver. They didn't get too big-eyed and like the, were too scared of the moment. It was just natural. Like, okay, we're going to stick to this run game because that is what got us here. Exactly. We've had a terrible start to the season. We started feeding Travis Etienne, and then we started letting Trevor play off of that. Trevor can make every throw. He's back locked in. And like you said, his knowledge and Doug Peterson's coaching ability – is just a perfect matchup. And I don't think, like you, I think for the next couple years, you're going to have to deal with the Jaguars, which sounds crazy. (laughs) But you're going to have to deal with the Jaguars now. I think they got the team. They got the weapons. And I think like you, like we were just talking about with um, what Justin Herbert doesn't have, Trevor, he got it. He got it. And when you got it, you always going to be in contention. Yeah, it it, it was, um, it was really amazing to watch. And what, and just to uh, backtrack what I said about the situation of football is, because the playoff games are so different, you can be in full control of a game like the Jaguars were. Losing in the fourth quarter, down three, don't have the ball. You're controlling. But the situation is so heavy. On not only tra- on Justin Herbert, but on that offensive line, mm-hmm. on that person calling the plays. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, that four-man rush get home a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Routes are running a little worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, the momentum is so huge, it's like great. you said, like home field advantage too. Home field advantage too, for Chargers sure. Home, they probably win that game. Yeah, that's 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 what's crazy. That's what's crazy, bro. That home field advantage really means something. The fans getting behind you, and it's and it's twenty seven to fourteen. Yeah, and it's the middle of the third quarter, but they screaming like maniacs. Like, yeah, we can really do this. Yeah, we need and then you get more. that stop, and it's like, oh, we just need one more stop. We got Brunt. Like, Brunt, cool. Brunt, yeah. good. So, I really just think the Jaguars really have a great team. And we're going to jump into the uh, – we're going to take a little break. Sorry. Uh, we're going to take a little break. And we're going to jump into the three games today. Shout out to the NFL. Uh, doubleheader, tripleheader, and then the 95 is the most streaming hip-hop station. Uh, we are back. Second half, second half of the show. First yes, half sir. of the year. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good to be here. So, let's go ahead and get into the games today. Start with the one o'clock game. Dolphin Bills probably don't have to stick too much on this. Wish Tool was playing, but Wish Tool was playing, praying, but did I say praying? Playing. My bad. <laughs> Wish Tool was playing, uh, but prayers up to him and his head. And I don't know if he should ever play football again, to be honest. Uh, so the <laughs> listen, they call me crazy. But as you said, it is crazy that you got an injury prone 
uh, starting quarterback and then an injury prone yep. backup quarterback. So Skylar Thompson is getting the starts today. Any chance the Dolphins win this game? No, zero. Okay. I know they say any given Sunday, not this one. <laughs> yeah. Not today. No. Mar Hamlin's on the sideline. He's going to get very ugly for yes. someone. Oh, thank Thank God Mar Hamlin's yes. healthy enough to be, yes. you know. Yes. Amazing. Shout out to the medical team that both hospitals uh, did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mar Hamlin for yeah. continuing to fight all the surgeons and everything. That was a You know, I will say, you know what? The Dolphins, have, I, w- I would give them one one chance. Mm-hmm. And, and with players, it's great. You know, it's like, give them a fighting chance. Exactly. You know, Tyreek just might go for 350. Like, <laughs> if Tyreek and Waddle go for 350, 400, they have a chance. So, this was my thing. <laughs> and as you said, any given Sunday yeah. are a puncher's chance or whatever they call exactly. it. So, I will give them that. Yeah. But only because they have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Long. Exactly. And their defense is pretty healthy. Yeah. And it's a good defense. And third time they're playing this year. Listen, listen, you know, we can talk ourselves into this. So, that's what I'm saying. I can talk myself into making this. Listen, Josh Allen got some Jimmy G in him. I was about to literally say it. Josh Allen got some Jimmy G in him. Josh Allen got some crazy man in him. He might just take off running and fumble. Clear vibes. He might throw a 92-yard pass, (laughs) a punt, and just get intercepted. And with Tyreek and Jalen's game-breaking ability and – I love Mike McDaniel as an offensive coach. He is an excellent play caller. Yeah. Him and the offensive coordinator together are great together. So I do believe if they can keep this game close, yeah. that's the problem. Is I don't think they're going to be able to keep this game close. And if they get down 14-0, 17-3, it's over. But if they can keep this game close all game, yeah. I do trust Tyreek Hill's ability. And I trust Jalen Waddle's ability. And when Mike McDaniel to scheme up something, I said, all right, Tyreek. This is the play. <laughs> we need you, we need you to take the sixty yards. Yeah. Hey, listen. But I, I think they can do it. I really listen. They're saying Mike McDaniel could be on the hot seat, things like that. Which I think he's incredible. That's stupid. so stupid. And if Mike McDaniel is on the hot seat, it may not feel like it right now, Mike. But good for you, because <laughs> that means you can pick a different job. Yeah. You might get an elite quarterback. But if I was Mike McDaniel driving over today, I would be feel pretty good. Because I got a bad, I got a desperate bag I'm gonna dip into that I don't know if the Bills are ready for. A la Lions Packers, where every we doing everything, everything we can. Tyreek Hill in the backfield, outside zone. Mm-hmm. And I listen. I was about to say. I, I put Tyreek at QB. I run Wildcat. I, I get him the ball. Right. To, We're desperate. Thirty times. Listen, you. I would give him a running backs workload to get today between do. catches, bubble screens, all that stuff. And, you know, I'm going to try it all, especially if they're saying, you know, you could be on the hot seat, you know, Sean Payton and Tom Brady coming to Miami. All right. Well, listen, we see. But I, I am going to do everything in my power to upset the Bills. And, listen, the Bills are not the, you know, the Bills aren't the Bengals or the 49ers or a team that's really buttoned up. Mm-hmm. I on the ball. You know, I can see the Bills looking past the Dolphins, mm-hmm. looking past Kyler Thompson. Mm-hmm. It take one Josh Allen Stevie early in the game. You know who the Bills remind me of? The 215 Warriors. Oh yeah. Insane as insane, insane amount of talent. Yeah. But them turnovers. Turnovers, bro. Them just lackadaisical moments yep. where we know we're good enough to get back in the game. The Bills kinda had that syndrome. It's not always with turnovers, it's just a penalty here. Right. A stupid throw here that ends a drive. Um a stupid 
just anything mental. Mental lapses happen with them. Bad penalties yeah. happen with them all the time. Don't take the check down. Try to throw the cross. Exactly. 55 yards <laughs> on 33. Like. Exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that is the reason why it's like, man, the Dolphins can keep this close and Tyreek Hill can break, break yeah. this game open. Do I think that is happening? No, I'm not. I'm not picking them, especially how their season ended last year. Yeah. Do have to remember that their season ended because they never got the ball back after having a game tying drive. And Dog, that man. picture of Stephon Diggs watching them watching the ball again. What more can I do? He's done it twice now. Like, yo, Stephon Diggs, go to the locker. When the game's over, someone brings Stephon Diggs to the locker. You're doing this to yourself, Stephon. Just leave. You don't have to do this. He's in the same spot. Like, someone come. Help Stephon Diggs just get to the locker room. But I am not. I'm not picking this uh, today. I'm not picking them today. So I'm definitely picking the Bills. Furthermore, the Bills will win. Because we need that Bills Chiefs as a championship. Boy. We need that Bills Chiefs. Boy, listen, listen, man. Woo. We are all Buffalo Bills fans today. Woo. Wee. Okay, so we are going to run through the games real quick and pick them, and then we'll jump into, uh, you know. So, quick game picks Buffalo Bills, Dolphins, who you guys score? Uh, Bills, 31 17. I am going Bills, exact same score, 31 17. Ravens, Bengals, 8 15. This is a tricky one. 21-17 Bengals. Okay. I am going 24-20 Bengals. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be a very good game. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Uh, Giants-Vikings. Oh, Vikings 38, uh, Giants 21. I am going Vikings 20. I'm going the high scoring one. I'm going 34-27 Vikings. Two greatest. Um, I just, <laughs> I just think the Vikings defense isn't good, so I think they'll give up a lot of points, but I think the offense is good enough to win that game. Right. Uh, Cowboys-Buccaneers tomorrow night at 15. 31-28, Bucks. <laughs> I do think this will be probably the second best game of the weekend. I don't think nothing's going to top that Chargers-Jaguars game. But I do think this Cowboys-Bucks game will be very good. Yeah. But I am going to go Bucks, 24-21. Okay. Heartbreaking loss yeah. for Dallas. <laughs> Listen, I can see it, but uh, I think you're right uh, wait, did I say Dallas? Yeah. Oh, no, you said Bucks. Oh, I said Bucks right there. Okay. No, that's it. Those so, are the games. So for the Dallas game, yeah, I think it. I think it'll be a close game, right? Okay. Like like looking at the matchup, I think these teams match up very well. Mm -hmm. They're complementary in some ways. But boy, I see something in you, Dak. <laughs> boy, Dak, I see something in you that I ain't seen in a very long time. Boy, I see some I see some Mark Sanchez exactly. <laughs> And I mean that in the most respectful way <laughs> to Dak and Lamar Sanchez. You didn't play every game and led the league in picks. That's crazy. And now you're gonna now you're gonna go on the road to play Tom Brady. I I, I think I think it'll be a really good game, but you know it's forty percent of me that think this might be done in half. Really? I I can see Dak coming out throwing two picks in the first half, and one million percent in that be it. And Brady not giving him the lead. Okay, so yeah. this is so funny, bro. Because shout out to uh, first things first again. Because a couple weeks ago, Nick Wright said he had a dream uh, in, in deep sleep about Brady running to the table in the playoffs because of his schedule. And I came in here right after that. Before, actually, I didn't see that until after I came in and said it. Yeah. And then we talked about it, and you was like, "Yeah, I agree." Yeah. And getting a home game. Versus the Cowboys is like 
It's like getting a million dollars for Tom Brady. It's yeah. like it's like there is no better situation for him than playing the Cowboys after having the worst regular season he's had in 10, 15 years. Ever. Ever. Is it ever? Almost I thought ever. it was. Almost yeah. ever. So player success wise and team success wise, for sure. Okay. So worst worst regular season ever. As bad as he played. Third in the league in passing. Yep. Passing yards. Um so you know in big games, Brady's not going to turn the ball over. You know Brady is going to have the team ready, along with that coaching staff, is going to have the team ready to not make the key mistakes. So that leaves Dallas, who was 12-5, and five, had a great season, Amazing. some couple oh, a couple win streaks here and there. Cooper Rush came Cooper in. Cooper Rush and held the fort down, got Dak back, and although Dak was throwing picks, they were still winning the games. Had a couple great moments. Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott just look great together. Yeah. Uh, CeeDee Lamb has come into his own, has looked a phenomenal. <laughs> but my God. Brady got something over the Cowboys mentally. Yeah. And it's real. It's not, it's no it's no shame in admitting it, y'all. Y'all have never beat Tom Brady, no matter no, where he is. No. New England Tampa. Y'all have never beat Tom Brady, and I don't think it happens tomorrow. I just don't think they have. It, I just don't think they have it, bro. I think as long as the Cowboys are run by Jerry Jones and the Cowboys is more about the brand of the Cowboys than yeah. it is about the football team, which, if you know, the better reason the Cowboys are talked about on every show. I don't want you to think that it's just because of their ratings. Jerry Jones wants that. Yeah. Jerry Jones needs that. There's a reason Jerry Jones goes on first take. I was going to say, owners don't do weekly press conferences. Bro, that's not a thing. There's yeah. a reason he does this. He wants the media coverage because it helps his brand. Thanks. And he's a billionaire. Yeah. So he damn sure don't care about no Super Bowl that much. Not really. Yeah. So it's like, I got a couple of those. I got a couple of those. Yeah. I've, I've been one of them. Yeah. I'm having fun with this. So because of that, I do think the Buccaneers win this game, as I said, 24-21. But why I think they win this game is simply because that mental edge. I think this team, I think the Cowboys have a little bit better team. I think the Buccaneers have a better quarterback that I trust situationally way more than I trust Dallas's quarterback. And I think this is what this game comes down to. I don't think Dallas's team or offense is good enough to blow the Buccaneers out. I do think the issue that could happen and the reason Dallas wins this game is because the front seven of the Dallas Cowboys is for real. Yep. Micah Parsons can ruin this game. Yep. Micah Parsons can ruin Micah Parsons and Dexter Lawrence can seriously ruin this game. Yep. That may happen. But that is the only path I see Cowboys that is I the only agree. path to success I see the Cowboys having is Micah Parsons and Dexter Lawrence being like, Hey bro, this is a mess tonight. We gotta ruin this game and sack and Brady six or seven times and in the fourth quarter it's seventeen to three and it's just nothing that their offense can do. I, but I just don't think so. Re, this is a rematch of the first game of the season yes. that we picked, and we were both correct on on the outcome. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But first game of the season, I said this game is going to be Michael Parsons. Like, let y'all know, I thought he was going to be the best player here. He trailed off at the end, uh, but like I'm here. Like, and this year submitted himself as one of the best defenders in the league. But we saw something very interesting happen to Michael Parsons that game. We saw Leonard Fournette put him on his, you know, can't say it on the air. Right. Sat him down with Sat that chair block. And it's important to see certain things in the regular season, but you don't see them again. And younger me would question why every game is important. If there's something we can do to stop this player, we should. Mm-hmm. But you don't always. Right. For situations like this. So I wouldn't be surprised, you know, come fourth quarter if it's a tough game, either edge Michael Parsons on Leonard Fournette on the way out the backfield. Give him one. Giving you another one. 
Since you had so much problems with the first one, we'll give you one every single time in the fourth quarter. Make a make a ref call. Make the ref call. Or, and this would really hurt the Cowboys defense. Go play on the inside of the D line. Which then, oh, we got three D line. We got three on the line before you. Hey, listen. We'd have put three on AD before. Three on AD too. But I think the veteran the veteran knowledge between Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette, that coaching staff, to deal with elite right. pass rushers that they have had to deal with in the past, Vaughn Miller, AD, Cameron Jordan, when they, tried, when they took four tries to beat the Saints. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that'll help a lot with Michael Parsons. And I think their offense, oddly enough, and this is how great Michael Parsons is, and so great some defenders are, their offense will be taking away Michael Parsons. Yes. Like the Eagles did with the read option. Mm-hmm. Their whole idea was if we can stop this one guy, the rest of your defense becomes normal again. Yes. And I believe that to be the case. Because if they can stop Michael Parsons, I don't know if I want Trayvon Diggs when I want Mike Evans up the sideline. Too many times. Too many times. It's a big guy. Like, <laughs> and, and so, so two things. One, I was bringing up the Mike Evans point, and funny enough, Mike Evans was on my fantasy football fantasy football team all year and decided to have the game of his life uh, listen, when it doesn't matter. Listen, if it makes make you feel better, I had an embarrassing championship weekend. You did. I, I, I know that. Listen, I'm listen, so sorry. The, the turf was bad. <laughs> Jettas was falling. I was like, yo, ref, call it. Call it. Call it. This is no turf. Jair doing the gritty. Of it. I'm like, ref, do you not like ten yards, bro? Like, I was, I was, I was very hurt. I was very so, hurt. I'm sorry to issue fantasy team, but we got shellacks. But seriously, the Mike Evans Tom Brady connection seemed to come back alive. It just woke up. Just woke up out of nowhere. And I don't know if that is a sign of what's to come or if they just had a good day. But if that is a sign of what's to come, that is a problem because Chris Godwin is healthy. Listen, they listen. People clown the Panthers. CJ Henderson is a good corner. Mm-hmm. CJ Henderson is a very good corner. Yes. CJ Henderson not no bum, mm-hmm. and he threw three bombs on him. Yes, <laughs> threw three bombs. So I do think this offense. That is crazy, man. So my next thing was a question for both of us, which I will I will go ahead and go first, which was, what do you think the Buccaneers should do offensively to contain that defense or to slow down the Buccaneers defense? And I think they should run the ball 30 times today. Yeah. And maybe 30 with a stretch because I'm realizing Leonard Fournette is their main running back. But <laughs> they, got, they, got that, uh, they got that kid, White. Zonovan yes, White. yes, yes. Zonovan White, I think. Yeah. They, they have him. But between 20, seriously, realistically, 24 and 30 carries, oh, yeah. I think they should run this ball because I think yeah. they should run the ball that many times. And this is why. We talked about the only way that the, we really see the Cowboys winning is if they get a pass rush. Yep. And they are able to hinder Brady. Um, hinder Brady and kind of have him seeing ghosts, which is hard to make Brady do. But if you can get a rush on Brady and, like I said, have this game 17-3 going into the fourth quarter, midway through the third, you have wraps in that game. The way I think you stop that if you're Buccaneers is you run the ball and keep that offense on the sideline. Yep. And that way, even if we got a boring – I said this might be the most uh, exciting game, but even if we got a boring game and it's 10-10 going into the fourth, who cares? Yeah. You are have them right where you want them because if I said – Within six points, the Buccaneers win this game. I don't care winning or losing. They win this game if they're within six points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I think that is the way they do it. And one thing, what stops your pass rush? Play action. Yep. So I think running the ball will be the key for them, and I think Dallas knows it. I think that Dallas is going to sell out to stop yeah. the run and make Brady drop back 45 times because that's – if you're Dallas, which sounds crazy. 
It sounds crazy that you want Brady to throw the ball 45 times, but today with that front seven, you want him to do that. No, I, I absolutely agree. And the Cowboys have had big problems stopping the run in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's why playoff football is so fun because that, Tampa knows we're going to run the ball. 100%. And Dallas knows they're going to run the ball too. 100%. And, <laughs> and that first quarter is going to be a measuring stick. It may, it, it, it may be 0-0 zero, zero after the first I'll quarter. Work. It might be 0-0 zero, zero after the first And it, just a measuring stick to see, are we going to run this ball for real? And are they going to stop us? Mm-hmm. And if early you see Leonard Fournette, 6 7 he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have to hit home runs, but if they can consistently get to short yardage, second downs, short yardage, third downs, mm-hmm. short yardage, it, it, short yardage, fourth downs. If you can get fourth and one with Brady, he's jumping over anyway. Mm-hmm. So their first and only goal needs to be a stop to run for yeah. sure. Because you know, listen, if it's 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 like the Patrick Mahomes thing. We talk about great players. It's only so much you can do. Like, yeah, you can force KD left, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to force Tom Brady to throw 40, 50 times a game. But he also has the best win percentage when throwing 50 times a game. So it's like, <laughs> you know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. But at the end of the day, and we always say this, uh, especially in the NBA, listen, make somebody else beat you. I don't talk, listen, listen, if, if Leonard Fournette wants to run for 215 on us in 2022, we just lost, fam. Leonard Fournette go for 21 and a buck 75 and two times. It's like, all right, well. Listen, but, we, we tried. Happened. He, he was the better man today. <laughs> the best, best quarterback in LSU history. Like, you know. Cool. But what we don't want to happen is Leonard Fournette rush for 40 yards on five carries. And Tom Brady's four touchdowns, 420 yards. And, like, it just looked like another Tom Brady game. Exactly. We That's did. what we don't want. Yeah. Uh, so, before we get off of this, I will say one thing about Brady. What makes Brady great? Uh, a lot of things. But one of the main things that made Brady great was I don't care – how many times this running back is open on this six-yard out? Yeah. I'm going to throw it. Exactly. If it is open, I'm going to throw it every single time. Yep. And we will run a 14-play drive, and I will throw this same route. I will throw this out. I will throw this drag, and I will throw this curl 40 times if you're going to give it to me. I don't care about that deep ball. And that is going to be so important today because they're going to be able to control the clock so much because you're going to be selling out to try to get to them, especially if you got them in second and three. Uh, second and three, third yeah. and five. You're going to be really trying to get pressure, so you're going to be play, kind of playing a little soft coverage because you don't want to get beat over the top. Right. And Brady is going to take it underneath as much as he can, let his let his, um, let his playmakers make the plays. He doesn't have the best guys after the catch anymore. Um, he doesn't have the best guys after. The, I'm surprised they didn't sign Rob Gronkowski. I was honestly, I really thought Rob. They was don't, they, they don't have any money. Okay. They, no, they, he, literally, he literally tried to come back. They literally cannot pay him. Okay, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. No yeah, like, I really thought they was going to get Brady one more yeah. weapon going into the season. Um, I think Odell's knee is like really not healthy, yeah. so he was just gonna, he's going to wait till next season. Sorry, but so but Brady being able to take those methodical twelve play, ten play drives yeah. that drain your defense, yeah. and then all it takes, like I said, is a twelve play drive, nine minutes, free and out. Defense right there. And, and <laughs> what what can happen, especially with this Cowboys team, coached by Mike McCarthy, with a quarterback we kind of believe in, with a very young defense, is it can get downhill really quickly. <laughs> especially because of exactly what she said about Tom Brady is how disciplined he's going to try. He's going to have to make this defense play. Mm-hmm. Very young defense, not a lot of veteran leadership on the backside. Late Vanderish, I'm not sure if he's, I don't even think he's coming back, but their best tackler, gone. There's there's no veteran that's going to keep them 
okay, listen, we have to let him throw his three-yard curl. Mm -hmm. We can take it away later, mm -hmm. but we don't need y'all to get bored with the three-yard curl and then Chris Godwin turn it to a double move. Yes. Because that's exactly what can happen. Yes. And with a team like this, with a coach we really don't believe in, with a quarterback, we're not sure if he's good, it takes one Chris Godwin double move and one pick six. And they don't think they're coming back. <laughs> like, they, they don't think they're great. I mean, they've been off before. They know the feeling. Yeah. Like they, they, uh, they've lost to Tom Brady before. Yeah. They know what they know what it starts to look like in the third quarter. They lost to Tom Brady this year. They know exactly <laughs> what this this very team mm -hmm. has went up against them and lost. So, I think I think it'll be really important. Listen, Dak, man. Listen, we root for all black QBs. All of them, man. Even you. Even you, listen. <laughs> And I hate the Cowboys, but even you do. I'm rooting for you. Listen, Twin, you better lock in for they tweet Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> don't you listen? Don't you? Don't, don't ask what Jerry Jones willing to do on your contracts. <laughs> listen, you'll be playing cute. Listen, they'll, they'll cut you. You thought Joey Bosa said something crazy? <laughs> <laughs> listen, ain't no telling. Ain't no telling. You throw four picks in the first half, yeah. boy. You be hearing it on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Get that <laughs> out the game. Ain't no telling what Mike McCarthy willing to say, and Mike McCarthy too. He know this it. He not stupid. Mike McCarthy, no. If he if, they, if he lose this game, he know he a good dude. <laughs> he know he a good dude. And listen, Mike McCarthy had a great victory lap. The Packers missed the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the Packers missed the playoffs. You know, this is a good year, fam. You know, take our wins, take our losses. Uh, you might have to get on that plane to Thailand, though. <laughs> Shout out to Cliff, man. Hey, bro. I was going to say, before we jump into the race with the Bengals, bro. These coaches be rich, bruh. I don't get why this hasn't happened more, yeah, bruh. I saw it, and I, I was probably... I thought it was a lie at first. I, I was probably the least surprised person, like, on the Twitter thread. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you know I was ready? <laughs> I would have done the same. They said a one-way ticket. I said, I said, do you know... Do you know how mad that man was to just buy a ticket with no plan of coming home, <laughs> And, and what was so funny to me was now I'm just thinking back to all the Sundays he was coaching, and he was just thinking, boy, Tyler's going to be so fun. Like, boy, I can't wait to get on that plane. Like, Tyler Murray screaming at him. Roger Hopkins defending the And he's just like, man, it's going to be so fun. Bruh, his bags have been packed since week 11. Done. Done. Listen, Kyler, listen, Kyler, hope you're recovering. All that. Kyler went down, pulled up Travelocity. <laughs> pulled it up immediately. He called his travel agent, yeah. told his wife, pack her bags. Oh. We are out of here. <laughs> Other teams offered him at uh, OC positions, but he just went to Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Y'all be yelling at Kenny Berry for two years, bro. Like, oh, you my God. Throwing dirt on my name. Like, my QB 5A, you know, watch film. <laughs> My number one receiver on steroids. He missed half the year. My defense trash. But it's my fault. Yeah, it's my fault. Like, all right. I bet he's Thailand. I don't think it's my fault. I, he's going to be one of the richest people in that country. Day one. Like, one way trip. Of course it's one way. I don't even come back in. Like, you don't, oh, don't want to be OC the patient? Yeah, I want to move to New England. And yell that my Bill Belichick for the next 10 years. I can live in Thailand. Yeah. And be like the richest person in the world. I can buy anything that they have in Thailand. And it's crazy because then if I talked about this, stop firing people in the contract. He's on the contract. He's still getting paid. Why would I go work? I still got a job. 
I think Chris Ash. What was the coach from the Jazz? What was Brown name? Who got fired? Uh, uh, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, Snyder. Yeah, like, why Quinn Snyder ain't got a job? I'm so I still got one. <laughs> Bro, I've been on PTO for two years, man. What you mean? <laughs> if you ask the U.S. government, I've been paid every single month. I got a job. They taking taxes out. <laughs> Oh God! Shout out Cliff Kingsbury, friend of the show, friend, uh, official, official friend of the show. Officially, I don't care what you do for the last year of your life, you will never be inducted into a good dude's university because of the move you made. You, it's crazy. You were on the way to the good dude ceremony until I heard that. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, we had to suspend your application. You know what you're doing. Clearly, the gardener's problem wasn't you. Oh God! <laughs> so he said, "You know what? No, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> oh my goodness." But so Ravens Bengals, uh, no Lamar, no Lamar. Um, but <sighs> no Lamar. But divisional rival again, yep. third time, mm-hmm. third time they've ever been playing. And this Ravens defense is for real. And their old and Bengals old line is not healthy. The Bengals old line is not healthy. They have lost two. Uh, is it two alignment they lost? I believe this year. Um, due to injury, so they were they're playing. Yes, it is two. They are missing two starting linemen going into this game. Um, but they do got Joey B. Yep. And they do got Jamar Chase and they do have T. Higgins. Yeah. And when you have that trio, it's hard to pick against them. I did pick them 21, 20, what did I say 21, 24, I believe, or yeah. 20, 24, something like that. I do believe it is a close game. I really do because of the de- division rival aspect and because of the Ravens defense. I just don't think the Ravens will get out coached. Yeah. I don't think they'll get out coached. I don't think they'll get out played. And so I think this game will be close because of that. And one thing about the Ravens is John Harbaugh, man. Yeah. John Harbaugh is an excellent coach, bro. John Harbaugh's going to have them ready to play. He knows he's at a disadvantage, but he is going to explore every matchup he can. He is The Ravens have been great on the road in the playoffs historically under him. So they will make this game close. But I do have the Bengals. Yes. So I, I definitely agree, especially with the John Harbaugh point. Uh, for the NFL historians, he is the winningest head coach on the road in playoff history. Um, I think the Bengals not being able to protect Joe Burrow is very important. If the Ravens can create pressure, they can, you know, that's always the great equalizer in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. If you can create pressure on the other team's offense, you can really stifle, you know, everything they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Bengals will win. Uh, I think I think we had them by three. Or, I think we had them by four points, three points. Mm-hmm. But it'll definitely be a good game. The yeah. Ravens will come ready to play. And same situation when we talk about the Dolphins. These heavy underdog teams with nothing to lose, like you don't you literally just don't know what's gonna happen. No. You it, it's 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 hard to prepare for everything. And you you don't know what plays they're willing to use, you know, to do whatever it takes. Because if I'm the Ravens and I'm John Harbaugh, I'm gonna do everything. Just give Lamarty another week. Let's just if we can just squeak one out. Let's see what he can do. Let's give him another week. Swelling might go down. Mm-hmm. You never know what can happen. So I think they're gonna play desperate. I think they're gonna play focused. Um, and I think that it's gonna be a great game. I just trust Joe Burrow. I do. I really so do. much late game situation. We with without an offensive line. You know, I think he can still get it done. I'm really conflicted picking this game because part of me wants the Ravens to win, so the Ravens can go play, the, so the Ravens can go play the Chiefs and they can lose, and then I'll know the Chiefs, I know the Bills will beat the Jaguars, yeah. so we can get the AFC Championship. We want, but another part of me wants a re- I want to see the Bills and Bengals play, yeah. uh, really bad because we didn't get that Monday Night Football here, and so the football fan of me is like, "Ooh, I hope the Bengals win," <laughs> but right. the Atlanta in me, <laughs> I need Lamar. I I need I need them boys. Yeah. I need Lamar to go in there. Yeah. 
I want Lamar to come back, and I want the Chiefs and Bills in the AFC Championship. So I am going to stick with the Bengals, but I do think Joey is really just that confidence he instills in that team is really just something you're not going to be able to play with, bro. I think they're really just like that. It's, it's the complete opposite of what we talked about with Herbert. If you want, if you wanted a, a person to look at to say, well, what do you want? For me, a QB. It's that right there. Right there. Number nine. <laughs> right there. Would you say Joey is the second best quarterback in the league? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You would take him over Josh? For sure. 1,000% over Josh Allen. I had a, I was talking to my boy Danny. He's a Cincinnati, he's a, a Cincinnati fan. He lives mm-hmm. out in Ohio. And I had to tell him, pump the brakes on the homes. Let's, let's relax on those comparisons. Yeah, we're done with that. I'm not. But if I'm a Bengals fan, if I'm a Joe Burrow fan, I'm not letting any Josh Allen comparison go. Because mm-hmm. why? What, what are we What are we comparing? Joe's been to a Super Bowl. Josh has. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow playing great this year. Josh, no, not really. I mean, it's not. And before, when Joe Burrow was hurt, Josh Allen was playing great. I was hurt. I didn't play. I don't care what he did. He, when I'm here, he's done nothing. My first healthy year, I went to the Super Bowl. Literally. And like Joe Burrow said, as long as I'm playing, my Super Bowl window is open. And I 100% believe him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% believe him. Well, but I wish Joe Mason, listen, hey, Phil, let's scale it back a little bit. You know, we're still in the playoffs. You still have to play the Chiefs. <laughs> let's, let's not say with the big dogs in the conference. You still have to play the Bills and Mahomes. You know, let's. Uh, <laughs> and I am not the one that straight is scared of confidence. I yeah. love that. I want players to be confident. Yeah. Talk all you want. Yeah. But, and you, like, the thing is, the crazy thing is, like, they have the right foot out of the way. They went to the Super Bowl last sure. year. They, yeah. they probably, they, they were right there on the number one seed. But it's like, bro, like, uh, don't say that. <laughs> don't give Pat no more, no more field, bro. He don't need no more than he already got. It's like, man, we, we still got to go play. Like, we still got to go play. Him, and, and credit to, uh, I think Shane Sharp said this, yo, they don't kick that ball off at the same time, whether I talk or not. But it's certain players you just don't talk to. <laughs> and we don't know. I, 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 you know what's crazy? I really don't even know if Patrick Mahomes is one of those people. Because it's so rare mm-hmm. that people talk trash to them. Exactly. But we just don't want to find I don't want to check I don't want to be the I one to find out. Like, I don't want to be the one to find out. Like, I think he's one of those people because if you remember, it was either last year or the year before that. In the first or second game, the year they ranked him at like five, he threw like five touchdowns as an open and night R. Oh, and he like counted on his four. fingers. It, it was four. four. Yes. Yeah, he was and four. And they counted them. And he played Baltimore. Yes. And it was the year Lamar was one. Uh-huh. And he threw four touchdowns and counted them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Listen, I don't want us to be the first team to find out. Because, <laughs> listen, Patrick Mahomes got a long career ahead of him. Long career. I'm sure he I'm sure. And so do you and Joey B. Exactly. We don't want to you know, start anything. <laughs> listen, listen, y'all beat him three times. Cool. Let's not. Let's not press our luck, okay? <laughs> you know, all the games have been great. We don't need to see, like, how far they're willing to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about this because uh, I was thinking about, damn, the Chargers did all that to beat the Chiefs, and y'all not even going to get to play them. I was like, damn. And I was like, man, think about all the money they spent to catch up to the Chiefs. And I was like, man, I wonder what the Chiefs think in the offseason when they're spending money. They're like, oh, we're just trying to build the best version of us, right? <laughs> We're not chasing anybody. <laughs> we don't want to see what well, we're building to beat the Bengals. <laughs> and they just spent all this time. Like, you know, spend a bunch of money on cash. Rush. Like, do all these things just to beat y'all. Like, let's let's just keep it the way it is. Just to beat the Bengals. I like the Bengals being a little underdog. I don't need y'all. I don't, what I don't want is to wake up and Patrick Holmes to be the underdog. Because mm-hmm. I've seen this story before. Mm-hmm. When, when, when really great players, mm-hmm. narrative gets overtaken, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden, 
the best player in the field has nothing to lose. Go up. Yeah, like, you know, let's, Go up. let's dial it back, Joe. So, next game, Giants-Vikings. Yes. This game is actually pretty interesting. Because of Minnesota's Viking defense is terrible. I came in here, and if you go watch probably about six or seven shows ago, I said the Vikings usually always have a great defense. Yep. And I meant that. They do. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Don't know who the defense coordinator is over there, what they got cooking up over there, but it's not cooking, and it's, still, it's smelling terrible. Y'all suck. Who let him cook? <laughs> <laughs> so, the Giants do have a good defense. They have a good pass rush. They have a phenomenal coach. Yeah. And they are put. I do not think Daniel Jones is a is a good quarterback. I think if they pay him this offseason, they are going to regret that immediately. They regret that in year one, year two, year three, year four. It's all it goes downhill. You will only go downhill. Yeah. But the key as a coach is when you have a quarterback and you know he is not the best, put him in a position where he is the best. And instead of trying to make him a pocket passer that drops back thirty times a game. He runs a 4-4 four, four and a 40. Let him run the ball. I don't care. That, I don't care that he's right and what to do. If he can run the ball, let him and run the ball. And slide, too. He slides. Yeah. So he doesn't get hit. Let him run a reaction with Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. So, I think the Vikings win this game. But I definitely think the Giants can win this game. Yeah. 100% okay. I believe this Giants sure. can win this game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just, just because the Vikings have this, this, it's like their whole team has a Jimmy G. Where the whole team was just except for Justin, except except <laughs> not Justin. Listen, and luckily they play the doors. Mm-hmm. Nice feel, good grip. You're home, right? You know, a couple weeks, everyone's heard. Oh yeah, the Justin Jefferson blueprints out. You know, triple team impressive <laughs> at the line. Well, that's the blueprint for everybody. <laughs> triple team, he pressed him off the line. He's not gonna catch the ball. But then it's on you, Kirk, Adam. KJ Osborne, who's had a great year. TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson. Y'all got to do it. Yeah, y'all got to do it. If Listen, if Jettis has two or three people on him, his job's done. We don't, listen, we still may throw it to him, but we shouldn't have to. It's on you, Kevin O'Connell, and the rest of the offense to take advantage of the gravity that Justin Jefferson creates. If teams, and and I wish I saw this more in the Packers game, but we didn't talk about it. uh, I think we were off. We're about to. Oh, perfect. We're definitely going to talk about that. But if teams are going to make their entire game plan around stopping Justin Jefferson, let them. (laughs) That's perfect. Use that the way other teams use their amazing wide receivers to get everybody open. And they've done that in the past. I don't know if it's, you know, playoff time's coming up. We don't want to show too Too much. much, Because they've done it in the past. They did it versus the Jets. They did it versus the Bills. But um, I think the Vikings win. (laughs) I think the Giants secondary is not good enough to really bother what the Vikings are going to do. Right. Um, I think it'll be, I just don't, don't think the Giants have enough juice on the outside. Right. But like you said, I can easily see the Giants win this game. If the Giants literally just run the ball and rush the passer, I can see them winning this game very comfortably. 20 to 14. Like not like not even a problem. I do These two teams, and this is so hard with the NFC, we just don't know. We just don't know. And I, I think I think I'm very confident in my NFC picks today. Very confident. NFC picks, I don't know. 
I could remember all of it. I could remember all of it. I don't know. Believe anything could happen. The NFC's so bad, we just don't know. We just do not know. And I really do think the Giants can win this game. If the Giants were home, I would be picking them. That's how that's how close I am. And you barely beat them last time. You barely beat them last time. I definitely would be picking the Giants if they were home in that cold weather. But because the Vikings are home, I'm leaning towards them. But man, I just think that Giants defense is very good. And that yeah. that pass rush is very Came good. On, listen, that front seven is serious. That front seven is serious. If they can get after Kirk, because Kirk ain't Kirk is the yeah. average guy. Kirk is quarterback 12 through 18. Mm-hmm. Average Joe. Just yeah, yeah. Average guy. And sometimes average is good enough. I like Jimmy G, got some Super Bowl. Uh Brock Purdy looks incredible right now. Sometimes average is just good enough. Jared Goff and the Rams wasn't great. He was just an average quarterback. Yeah. Um that can get it done. But in those moments, it can also be an issue that your quarterback yeah. is just an average guy. And listen, they're not. You're down four. Yeah. You need to drive with six minutes left. And Justin Jefferson looked open. But that's because you just want him to be open. He's yeah. not really open. Man, we see, we see and you let that go. We see that a lot this year. He's not open. <laughs> He's not open. You're just hoping he is because he's Justin Jefferson. Man. And listen, they are not playing. Uh, let's say a less conservative defense. Like a lot of defenses blitz, Bucks, Cal. You know, a lot of teams blitz. Not like Wink Martindale. Especially going into this game with nothing to lose, not expecting to be in the playoffs. Daniel Jones probably gonna let him walk after this year. You know, you got great assets. You know, they're gonna blitz Kirk Cousins into the dirt. Yes. And the Vikings can't protect and I think him. They yeah. Oh yeah. And, and we and, and I just I love aggression out of defense coordinators. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the, one of the things I look forward to. Mm-hmm. And the, the Giants play such an aggressive defense yes. that you know for a team like the Vikings, you know what the Vikings feel like. The Vikings feel like Oklahoma, USC, mm-hmm. really really nice skill positions. You know we're gonna throw the ball around. TCU, TCU, <laughs> look at the jet sweep. You know. But the physical aspect of football, they don't really excel in. Like, if this was seven on seven, they'd win the Super Bowl. <laughs> but the five guys in the middle. That means a yeah, very big so. part of football. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually very excited for this game. So, I uh, would like to say Steph Curry's back playing basketball. Just, I, I, I should have started the show with that. My bad, Steph. Yeah. Uh, should have started the show with that. But, I wasn't checking my phone. <laughs> um, but I do, before we go into break again, I do want to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Ooh, oh, said, oh, oh, almost forgot. Oh, yes. my God. The Detroit Lions game. Yeah. I, we, have to, we, we have to talk Shout about that. Barry, that was basically a playoff game, too. Yep. Shout out to Barry. You deserve that, bro. I'm real sad. Apparently, the 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 ref report came out of the Seahawks game, and the Seahawks shouldn't have won that game. Yeah. It was so many calls that they missed that the yeah. Seahawks like, literally shouldn't have won that game because. So, um, the, the the Lions would have been in the playoffs, which the NFC is looking like. I'm really glad they're not. That was not a team you wanted to see. It's very scary. I am really yeah. excited to see them next year. Yeah. I'm really excited to see them next year. But I want to ask you about Aaron. One, how much blame are you putting him for that loss? Yeah. Two, what do you think he does after the season? Okay. So, oh. all right. I want to <laughs> give him 200 percent of the blame. <laughs> Like, as much blame as physically possible, I wish I could double. Because it's all on you. Every, I, I swear. Because first of all, you played bad. Real bad. Michael Jackson bad. You played awful. 
And not only did you play bad, I can understand, like, you know, sometimes things just don't go your way. Lions just throwing backward passes, screens, hooks, and lateral. Cool. And that is what, and, and when things don't go your way, I'm like, man, that's the momentum. Things happen. Mm-hmm. But you did something to stop your team's momentum. You personally did something to stop your team's momentum, and it was a perfect end to, it's, it's, as you said, it was, it was a perfect end to Aaron Rodgers' career in Green Bay because it was still about you. It was always about you. Your team was running the table to get back in the playoffs. So you know what you were talking about? You. You thought this might be my last game for Green Bay. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's about you. Even when you lose, you just lost that one of us. You and Randall Cobb holding hands on the way out. And you know, get out the stadium. You just lost for the third year in a row at home versus a worse team. You were a bad QB. I can understand if, you know, Roger used to lose in the playoffs. Team gave up 35. He played great. At the end, we don't get it done. That's one thing. The defense, amazing. Get two elite running backs. AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Defense playing better than ever been. In this NFC, y'all might have been the second best team. Y'all really might have been the second best team. Who would want to play green right now? Healthy Green Bay defense. Jair looking like one of the best quarters in the league. They're running the ball. They're not asking Aaron Rodgers to do much. You can't say he had no help. Christian Watson might win rookie of the year. What, what else is what else is left, Aaron? What else can we give you? Before it was we need a defense. And now we have one. And you drop the ball in for the third time at home with full four quarters to get this done. And we've seen this movie before. And Aaron Rodgers, really, he's one of the best dudes. We've seen very few dudes like Aaron Rodgers in our life. We might need to sit on a new title for him. He's oh, yeah. more than a dude. Yeah. He's something else because yeah. I've never seen an elite dude. Oh, he's <laughs> you know what? I'm really gonna think I'm really gonna think on this. One. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna call you, Rodgers. Because i it's it's you and Chris Paul. It's really like, just just elite dudes. They don't get y'all are so good, but y'all are such because we always know. And, and I say this about you know, I say this about Chris Paul, and I'm gonna add this to Aaron. I don't know why I didn't say this before. Hating on Aaron Rodgers is so fun because I just know he's gonna fail. I just know he's gonna fail. It's nothing that I could watch on TV that would make me think, oh yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna fail. Everything I see looks like failure. Last week, to your credit, last week, thank you. Uh, I don't have much more to say, but I will say last week we came in here, Chris, shout out to Chris uh, for coming last week. Chris, both of you and Chris picked the Lions to win that game. I picked the Packers. I said the Packers are home. I just don't see him losing to the home. And I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it took a long time. <laughs> it's crazy. Because I was watching him. Like, That's what I was last time. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I don't know. As soon as, as soon as I made the pick, I got home and I started watching it. I was like, oh, I don't know why I picked it. I don't know why. But um, to your point, so last week we came in here and we said, uh, who was the plan? Uh, Jaguars and Tennessee had played. Yeah. And we were talking about how Joshua Dobbs like didn't have that bad of a game. Mm-hmm. He was seventeen to twenty-seven. I think he had two seventy. He was seventeen to twenty-seven, two twenty-seven, and a touchdown interception. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, seventeen to twenty-seven, two hundred five, touchdown interception. What I say about Joshua Dobbs? Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad. Listen, it's not gonna get it done. It's not. Listen, it's not bad. No time, Joshua. We told you, you play that bad. But you're Joshua Dobbs. Exactly. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. That is unacceptable. That is bad. You played a bad game. You were bad. You let your team down as it's changed. You made all this whole season about you. Yeah. From the moment, 
from the moment y'all started that little win streak and you were like, we can run the table. Everything was about you. What the f are you on Pat McAfee every week for? Shout out to Pat. Excellent show. Shut but what are, you on, what are you on his show every week talking? Just, just stirring up drama. Just stirring up drama. I'm so chatty. For no reason. So chatty. Everything is about you, bruh. And as long as that, as long as he is in Green Bay, everything will be about him because he feels like he's the reason they're good. My nigga, you, I'm sorry, you've been to one Super Bowl in, what's it, 12 years now? It's been 12 years. It's been 12 years since you have been to a Super Bowl. It's been three, it's been, listen, that would be three presidents. Three presidents since you've been to a Super Bowl. Everything is about you, like you're a son of the week. Last time he went to the Super Bowl, Braun was ringless. That's crazy. He was, Braun was ringless. He's a goat now. Bra <laughs> That's Braun. That's Braun. Braun has a billion dollars now. And you still have not been back to the Super Bowl. But you want to blame everybody else. It was Mike McCarthy. It was the defense. You didn't have a ring. Hey, shut up, Mike McCarthy. No. Shut up. It was everybody but you. But the problem is Aaron. Yep. Aaron is the problem. Because you know why Aaron is the problem? You know the problem that Aaron has? The Justin Herbert problem. Yeah. Aaron doesn't have it. He, but nobody him. wants to say Aaron doesn't have it because he won one Super Bowl. Yeah. And listen, listen. And he's in Green Bay. But Terry Bradshaw won a Super Bowl, my nigga. Listen, listen <laughs> like, I, 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 I was very early on the Aaron Rodgers not him argument. And the argument that I was going, crazy, including me. I was like, what are you talking about? Bruh, but now? And because Sorry, when, Lil Wayne. when they won the Super Bowl, we were a little younger, so a lot of people don't remember the dynamic of that team. That was not an Aaron Rodgers-led team. Nope. Charles Woodson, yep. who broke yep. his shoulder, mm -hmm. was the leader of that team. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't Charles Woodson, it was Clay Matthews. Mm -hmm. That was a defensive-led team. AJ Hawk was on that team, wasn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. BJ Raji. Uh -huh. Yes. And it, the, the, that team was, oh, we're an amazing defense. Oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers is crazy. And then the next year when he won MVP, that's when people started to think, oh, yeah, this is his team. But the Super Bowl winning team, he wasn't listening to Rodgers in that locker room. He wasn't a leader in that locker room. People weren't hanging on his every word. So people are confused that, oh, yeah, he won the Super Bowl. That means he can lead someone to the Super Bowl. No, he can't. He can't lead that locker room. He can't be a leader in that locker room because it's not about the team with him. It's not about the team. It's about Aaron. And I really want to – I really want to – emphasizes it looked even worse than the stats because they took a nasty pick off the board they took one off the board mm -hmm. listen i listen it was a questionable call mm -hmm. but listen it's a go call tom brady you know they throw, they throw plenty of flags that look a little questionable yeah. take a pick off the board Aaron Rodgers, you know exception you first battle of family we'll give you one mm -hmm. You threw the same pass, bro. The same pass. You threw the same pass. And, and you know what it was? And you know what it was? This is how I listen. And, and he won't be. In, I don't think he'll be in Green Bay next year. But it was a perfect end to where. Oh yeah, he's not. He don't got it no more. No. Because he saw the blitz and to quote Coach Sturdy, pissed down my leg. He's running really fast. Oh my God, he's bigger than me, stronger than me, faster than me. I got fifty million dollar contract. And he just <laughs> listen, and he just threw it up. Against the worst defense in the league, just throw it up. Just throw it up, man. Just throw it up, bro. And the thing was, throw it up. He, like had, he had Lazard coming across the middle, oh. wide open, three yards. He needed three yards. And the thing was, the game wasn't over if they don't get that. All you have to do is take that second punt. It was a rookie interception. If Jordan Love you, threw that pick, he would not. They, they would be saying we can't pick up his contract. If Jordan Love played that game that you just played, he would be on another team. He threw a punt. 
Or gang not over. Gang not over at listen, all. Listen, this is a part, a part of Listen, this is just a victory lap on Rodgers. Right? So, people are like, well, he's mobile. He can do this thing. Is it really, though? Because when the game's on the line, you know what I want my QB to do? Stand in there. You know what Brady would do? Stand in there. Take that three yards. Let's and 45, Brady will still stand in there. Listen, it's a bunch of QBs. And right now, the NFL is divided into two type of elite QBs. Either I'm going to stand in there and take this shot. Joe Burrow, Mahomes sometimes, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, or and Josh Allen fits in this other group too. <laughs> it's me and you now. That's the Lamar, Joe, uh, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. Justin Fields, like the, let's, even Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts. Hurts. All right, for the drop to show. Let's see, let's see how bad you want to tackle me for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is neither. <laughs> He's neither. The play is over. The it's over. done. And you know what? He used to be Mr. Throw It Away, and I could even I could I could tolerate that because the drive's still going. Mm-hmm. You have played too much football to throw that pass to lose to end the season, fam. What are you doing? How are you? Listen, Aaron Rodgers' career ending with him being outplayed by Jared Goff at home against the Detroit Lions in division. Beautiful. What a beautiful ending. It's hey, plenty. remember, remember. He'll win all those Super Bowls if he had Bill Belichick, too. Oh, listen, listen, Boy, listen. There is nothing that is age worse than the tape that Tom Brady was not important in New England. Because first, we're trash. We're garbage without Tom Brady. Absolute basura. And Roger, listen, after what's come out about Tom Brady's time in New England and how he was treated, to think for a moment, Rodgers would be able to last, last night we say 15 seasons, he will be able to play five seasons under that coaching staff with no weapons. Get, and, and this is not Green Bay. You're not talking like that at the press conferences. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not big dog in town. Nope. That's nope. Bill Belichick. That's Mr. Robert Kraft. <laughs> Mister. Yeah. Mister. Mister. Mr. Robert Kraft. <laughs> pull, pull up in the rolls with Meek in there. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Meek and Javante Davis under Robert Kraft, bro. You don't know what's happening in New England, man. <laughs> you, man. So it's so sad. Listen, and, and you know what? We said maybe Herbert was the new Matt Ryan. Maybe he's just Rogers. Maybe he's just Aaron Rodgers. I was about to say I, that was my next point. Yeah, I said all Aaron Rodgers is Matt Ryan with Super Bowl, and Matt Ryan had a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan almost beat Brady. It was like at least at least Matt Ryan lost to Brady in the Super Bowl. It's like oh my god, you lost to the best player ever. Look, Matt Ryan, I ain't gonna lie, you can't get head high. I ain't gonna lie. Listen, if I, I have Matt Ryan's career, I'd be really happy. Man, I did my job. I'm a top five highest paid earning player ever. I got hella passing yards. Hella, listen, <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. Knock the ball down. Like, like defense. Like, pick up the block. Pick up the block. Throw to Julio. Listen, that throw to Julio. One of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. Eli Manning was looking at throw like, like, he did enough. He did enough. That's it. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for like, sure, for sure. Okay, man. Oh, man. No, so. Sometimes Devontae Freeman just don't see the blitzer, bro. <laughs> sometimes Devontae Freeman, it's a check and release. Sometimes he just don't check, man. <laughs> sometimes he just don't check. Before we go on the break, I, we would be remiss without mentioning that play call. We only got 10 minutes. That last play call? Um, yeah. That Brumay? The Jacks? Uh, no, the Lions. The, oh, the, the, the hook and lateral. Listen, I, I have you watched Hard Knocks? Mm-hmm. Hard Knocks, for, the, the season was on this Detroit Lions team. Okay. So all the coaches are former players. Mm-hmm. And I do know that, yes. And like, they, be, that. they be scrimmaging. Like, you know, you practice. Mm-hmm. The ones, and the coordinators be on the sideline, like, talking trash. Like, they play mad. Yeah. Like, really going <laughs> at it. 
and the play started, and he turned around to get the screen. I was like, fam, why are you so close to the dead? Like, you are, like, behind the ledge. And like, you're going to throw a zero-yard pick six to Because right now, I'm just so close to being so right about Washington's yeah. again. He catch it and flip it out of it. Yeah, we're here. There we're here. Go. I said, oh, they deserve it. I yeah, said, they deserve it. Barry? They deserve it. They deserve it. And I think, listen, to Jared Goff's credit, to the Lions' credit, I think they are a much – I think they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. And I think 9-8 and eight is – Kind of indicted how good the team is. Hard to win in the NFL. Now I was nothing stronger than the NFL. Mm-hmm. Missing your number one receiver the whole year. I think they'll be much better. Jim will have a year under his belt. Jeff Akuda. And listen, they did that with Jeff. Without Jeff, Jeff went down in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Worst defense in the league. Just lost their number one corner, and you still can't get it done. I think their Lions' path of success. Keep it off. Yeah. Let him play out that contract. I think Jared Goff had an excellent year yeah. this year. I think he is another quarterback, 11 through 18. Mm-hmm. I think you can win a championship with 11 through 18 because mm-hmm. he doesn't turn the ball over. He is, you have an excellent coaching staff. That offense needs no work. The offense just needs another year together. Um, you can always add to your offense alignment because whatever. Yeah. But other than that, they don't need any real work. You build that defense through the draft. You make a trade or two, yeah, sign a player. It's great. Aiden is great. You build, you get another, you lock up that secondary and get another, because um, Houston is great too. Mm-hmm. So your front four is fine. Yep. Get a linebacker, draft another DB or a safety. Mm-hmm. You got to cook. And, and, and that, you see, uh, even, I don't care what Green Bay does next year, even if Aaron stays, you're going to be in competition with that yes. for the foreseeable future. And I didn't want to brush by Aiden too much because Aiden played amazing. He did. Aiden is a baller. He is. He's certified. I really liked him after watching Hard Knocks, but I like seeing how he started it that game in Green Bay, because it was basically a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But for him, he was talking about how you, I like players who really love football, mm-hmm. who really into, like you can just tell, mm-hmm. Aiden's one of those players who like is excited to go play in Green Bay in January, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of frozen, you know? yeah. like he really excited mm-hmm. to go out there. And listen, coming from Michigan, like this is what he do. Like for sure, for he sure. is in his <laughs> element. You know, I, I love to see it, and I do agree with you that Jared Goff should stick, stick around. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be much better next year. They got a great offensive line with Penny Sewell. They have all the pieces needed um, to compete moving forward. I do think they who else is in the division? Chicago, Green Bay, and Minnesota. Minnesota. And quiet is cut. Quiet. I haven't even heard this on any of the shows. It's Kirk Cousins' contract here. So, listen. Crazier things have happened. If Kirk Cousins go out here and lay this egg, it's a new coach. They didn't really bring Kirk Cousins in. You know, things could change in Minnesota where Perfect, yeah. Detroit's the best team. Yes. And, and, and I think their future is going to be really good. I like Dan Campbell a lot. I do too. Um, I love the players coach. Yeah, but um, dude, yeah, shout out Rodgers. Shout out Rodgers. Uh, so let's take a break and we're going to get into the our Super Bowl. We, no, we haven't made Super Bowl picks, so we're going to do Super Bowl picks in uh, in the season awards. And we got to talk about all for a little bit and we'll get out of here. Shout out Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> shout out SZA. That's what I want. Listen, we, we're, we're not doing much music today, but I wanted to shout out SZA. Set, going platinum, first three weeks. Amazing sales numbers. Submitted yourself as a superstar in music today. Mm-hmm. You are not next. You are not great potential. You are a superstar in the world today. Amazing music, and you deserve it. Um. Yeah, have you really had the chance to like dive into her album? I really like it. It's phenomenal. The first album, the, the last one, Control, I thought it was great music. I just didn't think it was for me. 
This one, I feel great. I love it, top to bottom. I love remixes, I love samples. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening to it nonstop because you know I've been I've been in the break from this, from the rap. So yeah. that's my that's you know I always this is hit my mind. I always be on Beyonce, but like this is really that album really this is like all man, that is Gone Girl, Snooze, SOS, Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, she's crazy. So, uh, so Super Bowl. Well, we'll go uh, MVP picks first and all that. Yeah. So. End of the season, we're finally here. We can make picks, and they actually matter because there's not 10 games left. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, MVP, who do you have? Mahomes. Mahomes. I have Mahomes, too. I would have given it to Jalen Hurts, but you missed the last couple yeah. of games. Um, and I wanted I wanted to give it to you real bad, bro. I really did. Yeah. But Mahomes deserves it. I can't I can't deny it. it, it you, Hurts, I need you to stay healthy. I need you to beat Dallas. We need some MVP moments mm-hmm. for sure. But Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill, broke the record for yards in the season and it was still the one seed. Uh, uh, dog. <laughs> dog. Like, 5,250, 67, uh, 67% as far as completion percentage, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And I think he had 45 total touchdowns. I think he had crazy. touchdowns. He, he, and I don't, this wasn't even his best year. <laughs> wasn't even his best year. So, so <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it's, man, he's special. <laughs> he's special, bro. It's nothing else to say. So, yes, Patrick Mahomes for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. I go Jettis. Jettis. Gotta go Jettis. You can't win the MVP because it's a quarterback award. But you are, in my eyes, the most important offensive player in the league. Uh, carry, literally carrying your mm-hmm. team to a playoff berth. My pick, my pick had, was between Tyreek and Justin. Yeah. I am going Justin just a little bit because Tyreek has Jalen Waddle over there to yeah. stretch the field a little bit more. So I'm going Justin. Defense player of the year. I'm going to say Sauce. Sauce. That's a great pick. I'm going to say Sauce. I want to say Sauce not only because how great he played, but where he played. Mm-hmm. Sauce was the best corner in the league. Mm-hmm. Played Stephon Diggs twice. Played Jalen Waddle. Played Justin Jefferson. Tyree. All these elite receivers, he laced up versus. Yes. I'm going I'm to give it to him. I really – Nick Bosa. I want to see him and Devontae. Oh, yeah. I want to see him and Devontae really bad. But Nick Bosa would be – my runner-up, mm-hmm. but like it's hard for me to say Nick Bosa defensive player of the year if I think Fred Warner's better than him, mm-hmm. or like Hufanga is the first team offer. Like, yeah. It's really hard for like like last night he picked up a fumble. And it was like it was all Nick Bosa. Like he didn't get to the ball until he was on the ground. Like, <laughs> yeah. Someone else for that vote. The defense is just so, so great at every level, level. I don't know if it's you're the best defensive player in, in the league. Or you're just, you're an amazing defensive player, which he is. He's oh, an amazing, and which he is, no <laughs> doubt. But I don't think if you know we drop Aaron Donald or shit, the other Bosa brother mm-hmm. or any other elite pass yeah. rusher, like we would TJ Watt in San Francisco, I would think he would. Michael Parsons. There's so many, so many great defensive players exactly. don't have yeah. the luxury he has. I, so. Yeah, I try not to do team success for defensive players. So I have two picks and. The two picks are the same two people, but I am saying I think Nick Bosa will win. Yeah, that is what the pick is. Yeah, but my pick for defensive player of the year is issues. It is sauce. I think the I think corner is the second hardest position in football behind quarterback, and I think most people agree with that. And I think to come in as a rookie and display the skill and the mental toughness that he displayed against these elite, elite, elite receivers is insane and. Right now, today, as a rookie going into his second year, he is the best corner in the NBA. I mean, sorry. <laughs> he is the best corner in the NFL. Oh, I think I got, I got a list of players that he's lined um, up against. 
I think uh, he is the best corner in the NFL. And I don't. I, I think I think Jalen is still right there. I think Jalen is still. Jalen had a really good year, and yeah. I think it just got. He had a, he got beat a couple times early, and then they sucked, so nobody was paying attention to him. But Jalen yeah. had a good year, and I think him. PS two is another good pick. Tariq uh, Tariq Woolen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Shot some great, yeah. great well, picks. Yeah, Woolen is going to be my uh, defense rookie year just because I don't think they'll win both. Yeah, of course. But. Just to, just, to, just to piggyback off what we said about Sauce and who he's played this year, these are receivers he's lined up against. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, D.K., Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, all the Broncos receivers, and uh, Stephon Diggs and the Bills twice. That's crazy. And he has allowed less than 200 yards That's crazy. combined on all those players. That's crazy. And I don't think he gave a possession on you. I think no, not him. I think yes. I think there was a one uh, allowed. I, I think they said that like it was on him, but it really wasn't. So yeah. I'm pretty sure he. So you ain't give up a touchdown all year with that. That's crazy. So yeah, defensive player to your sauce. Hey, hey, listen, your name not even sauce. <laughs> so and I'm gonna call you that for the rest of your life. So <laughs> right, it's people who my mom's a Jets fan. She does not know his real name. <laughs> I didn't know until two weeks ago. Um, Dog, like you coming in with a chip on you, like a, a chip on your shoulder for real. Like that's crazy. Just rookie corner, the best corner in the league. Oh yeah, I'm, show him some. Hell, DK had his worst game ever. That's crazy. Embarrassing. And we're going to talk about it later. Uh, and this is more in the magazine about how different the next step for corners are with Tariq Woolen and Sauce Gardner. But, dude, these guys are huge. Like, these guys are giants. They're giants. Like, They're giants. <laughs> the 5'10 corner with, like, you know, really good technique, he's a slot corner. Yes, like, he's correct. a... You know, you're going to play inside, you know. Uh, so, rookie offensive player of the year. Kind of tr- tricky this year because there's no, like, obvious answer. Because I'm going to go Kenneth Walker. Okay. I'm going to go Kenneth Walker. That's, that was my pick as well. Kenneth Walker, offensive player of the year. Uh, he is at uh, 1,050 yards, nine touchdowns, uh, and, 228 grades. And didn't start the season. And did not start the season. So, yeah. excellent. The Seahawks have something over there next year. They'll be yeah. a good team next year. Defensive rookie player of the year. Defense rookie to record. Me too. Led the league in picks. Yes. He's a monster. He's a monster. Um, yeah, so I have the same pick for that. Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. Mm. Damn, did anybody come off of injury? Um, nobody, nobody. I can't remember anybody who was hurt mm-hmm. that I was rocking with that came back. That's, I, can't, I can't either. I was like, dang, D, I came back. I was like, oh, he was suspended. Yeah, he was, was, he was suspended. Uh, so... I don't really have a pick. I think this year you can consider Keenan Allen. He was, um, no, you know what? I don't know if he can win this, but if he can, I am picking Geno Smith. Geno Smith will be my comeback player of the year. One million percent. One million percent, and I think they should change comeback player of the year. It should be comeback player of the year or most. most Yes. I think that's what that kind of is. I don't think you have to be injured. I just think you have to have not have really played. Oh, oh, okay. So if that is the case, then it's definitely Geno. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because Geno still, listen, Geno didn't write back. No, he did not. Shout out to Gino, bro. That's how you keep your head down, keep working. And I love his his mentality of it was like my nightmare is somebody's dream, bro. Like I'm yeah. an active quarterback in the NFL, bro. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's, they were asking him like, how did you survive? Like, I'm, I'm, it was pretty okay. Like, you know, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm really okay. Like what? Like what else was he gonna do? <laughs> I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Stop being a backup. You know, I can't take it. Get a regular job. <laughs> oh man, that's funny, bro. Shout out to Gina Farrell. and lastly, Coach of the Year. Oh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. 
my coach of the year as well. Uh, I think Nick Sirianni does very some credit. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> up until week 12, Mike McDaniel deserves yeah, a lot of credit. <laughs> but I definitely think yeah. Kyle Shanahan deserves that award, man. Brian Dayball also deserves to have his name thrown out yeah. there on the Giants. But Kyle Shanahan, three different quarterbacks. Your starting quarterback, who you played your whole season around, went down the first first game. Jimmy G comes in, not well, he knows the offense, but Jimmy G comes in, gets hurt in the third quarterback, rookie quarterback at that, last pick in the draft at that, and you were going to 10, 10 game win streak, make an excellent trade. 11 now. 11 now. Man, I can't say Swept the division. Can't say, can't say enough. Swept the division with the extra game counting the playoffs. They, they won every division game. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. So, shout out to Kyle Shanahan. Now, for the fun, NFC Championship. And game pick. I'm I'm gonna go San Francisco, Tampa Bay. It can't be San Francisco, Tampa Bay. They have to play next week if they if they have Tampa Bay wins today. Mm-hmm. Unless the Giants win. Oh. Unless the Giants win. That's why I'm scared. <laughs> That's why I'm scared for the Eagles. It's like damn your first game, your Jalen Hurts first real playoff game against Tom Brady. Ugh. Yeah, I Wait no 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 because the 49ers don't the 49ers is the two seed. They're the two seed. Yeah. Oh, they can't play the Eagles. My they bad. I'm, Eagles, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to picture, like, the playoff yeah, picture. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because the NFL playoff picture is so weird. It doesn't follow, like, the regular. And then I said Jalen Hurts and didn't correct myself. I'm tripping. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Bucks, 49ers. And I'm going to go 49ers, 35-21. With Brock Purdy? Yeah, with Brock Purdy. Start lacing them up in his first Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I have Eagles, 49ers. I do think the Eagles get the job done in a very good game against Tom Brady. Yeah. I got Eagles 49ers, but I do have the 49ers winning that game. Very close, great game, 38-21. I okay. mean, 31-28, yes. Okay. And AFC Championship. AFC Championship is going to be Bill's Chiefs in Atlanta. It is. It's going to be Bill's Chiefs. I don't care what y'all say. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, in reality, as much as I hate to say it, it'll be Bengals Chiefs. And uh, it'll be the Chiefs. It'll be the Chiefs. I am. It'll be the Chiefs 34 28. So, overtime. because me and Ish agree on a lot of things, because we're both geniuses, um, I'm going to just say something different for him. Um, I do think the Bills and the, the Bengals and the Chiefs is probably the game they get. But because the Bills are home, I'm going to give them a slight edge against the Bengals next week, assuming both of these teams win today. Yeah. The Bills are up 14 this year right now. So, I'm going to say Bills, Chiefs in Atlanta, neutral fill. And I'm going to say the Bills get the job done this year. Ooh. On a neutral field. Only because it's neutral. Yeah. Neutral field in Atlanta. I'm going to give a phenomenal game. I'm going to say 42-38 Bills. I am. Um, that's going to be a, that, that's gonna be a healthy game. God, I, I really hope the Bills and the Chiefs get to the conference championship. Because, boy, that'll be a hell. It'll, it'll be like... It'll be like a national championship. I was, it'll be damn be like a second Super Bowl. It'll be like yeah. a Super Bowl Fan. before the Super listen, Bowl. Right? Listen, in the NFL, I really want you to know this. Listen, if a mid-team comes out to that NFC... That would be Super Bowl. That would be Super Bowl. That would, oh, God, be the Super Bowl. That would be Super Bowl. Yeah. So, uh, your let, Super Bowl. let Tampa sneak out there. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Your, your Super Bowl, um, San Francisco and Cincinnati. I mean, San Francisco and Kansas City. Yes. Rematch of the Jimmy G Bowl. Um, and I'm not picking I can't do it. I uh, give me the Chiefs. Uh I think the Chiefs would be a slight favorite. You know, I think the Chiefs would be a slight favorite, especially the way they undressed the 49ers early in the regular season. Right. I think they win by seven points, and I think it's Rocky early. Rocky early. Okay. I think the 49ers should come out really physical mm-hmm. early. Well, of course we'll talk more about the game. Yeah, that's what's um the 
my Super Bowl, as I said, would be Bills and San Francisco. Yeah. And I am going to say San Francisco does beat the Bills. I think Kyle Shanahan um, exploits that Bills offense and the pressure of the defense gives to Josh yeah. Allen and he kind of gets his energy button, per se. And I think a yeah. rookie quarterback for the first time in history wins the Super Bowl and makes it as easy as it possibly can be. Kyle Shanahan will make it as easy as it possibly can be. But I think Christian McCaffrey wins MVP. Christian McCaffrey or Debo Samuel. I think one of them will win MVP. I think it'll be Fred Warner. I see a Fred Warner pick. A Fred Warner pick and a big hit, big Oh, yeah, no, and that's, and that's 14, why. 14, 15 tackles. And, and that's why, because this 49ers defense, you're not doing that, Josh Allen. Mm. You're not running around like mm. that. And I think they can have, they would have an opportunity to set a physical tone like the Seahawks did versus that Broncos team. Josh Allen running full speed at Fred Warner room full speed sounds terrible. Yeah. It sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. Yeah. So those are our picks. Uh, anything stand out to you on the All-Pro list? The actual one, not the players. No, no, no. You thought everything was pretty. I, I thought everything was pretty. I didn't see anything crazy. Like what? What I look for is anything like super out of the ordinary or super media driven. But mm-hmm. like, I think everyone that was there deserved to be there, and the people who were left off, I could see. Oh, this is why. Like yeah. Judon, I wanted to be an All Pro, trailed off at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Still a great player. You just didn't continue the sack number that you had. Exactly. Things like that where players get hurt or mm-hmm. they don't keep up the pace that. Previously would have made them easy in All Pro. Yes. Um, shout out to Josh Jacobs, phenomenal year. Uh, he made first team All Pro as a running back. Rat, get your bag. Of course, Patrick Mahomes uh, was a was a quarterback uh, on the first team. I kind of think that was a nod that he's getting MVP yeah. as well. Uh, Travis Kelsey, of course, yeah. and then Justin Jefferson, Tyreek, and Devontae, all well deserving of a three. I, I forgot they did three, and I was hoping they did because they all deserve it. Right. Although Devontae's team was terrible, he had an incredible year. Still has not lost a rep in four years. Um, and Tyreek and Justin, we've been talking about them all year. So the defense, uh, defense as far as Nick Bosa and uh, Michael Parsons, of course, were the two edge rushers. Yeah. Quentin Williams, who yeah. came from Alabama, and if you guys remember quiet. him, he was quiet. He was funny, though. Very yeah. funny. Gives a great interview, but he is a phenomenal football player. Yeah. He kind of got hurt a little bit early, so people kind of lost track. But this defense had a lot to do with that front seven, and he was the key to that front seven. Chris yeah. Jones, of course, every year is Chris Jones, and then Fred Warner, Rokon Smith, Baltimore. That trade is going to be very key to it. Yeah. He helped that defense. They have been incredible since Man, he got there. Listen, that Roquan Smith trade was incredible. I Matt Milano. Shout out Roquan Smith. Shout out Matt Milano. Mm-hmm. You talked about him all day. You talked friend about him of the show. Literal friend of the show. Willie Knight's nice guy. Um, but Roquan, listen, you signed for $100 million. We got to see it. First of all, I'm happy for you. Oh, yeah, first. But we do have to see it. Listen, you're a friend of the show. Listen, <laughs> listen you went from Chicago to a playoff team <laughs> and still got your bag. Shout out to you, boy. Shout out to you. And, and you it was yourself. And it was yourself. Oh, just for a second. So, listen, I'm so tired of Lamar. He's an agent. Get Lamar an agent. He ain't represented so <laughs> Real Quan just did it and got the largest contract off-ball linebackers have ever seen in the NFL. Salute, my dog. We, do, we, we <laughs> don't need to give away 10% for Lamar to look at that deal and know it's not good. Same way Roquan did not need to give away some bread to know, I'll take this deal. I'll take it. Um, Sauce and PS2, of yeah. course. And Shout out PS2, man. Minka and Talona from San Francisco. Um, yeah. my, one of my favorite players, if you was so mad at <laughs> Shout out who fucked bro. Shout and, out who fucked He's a hooper. And Minka, uh, Minka has made that Pittsburgh trade look incredible. And yeah. He's been incredible since he got there. So, yeah, that, that, that was the first team. And then, y'all know, the, the second team was great, too. AJ Brown, Stephon Diggs, and CeeDee Lamb, very well-deserved. So, um, of the receivers. 
so great year. Um, you know, this show is, is going to be football. We'll have a, we more than likely, I don't want to guarantee nothing, but more than likely we should have a pod coming out this week. Yeah. Um, this will be dropping tomorrow morning, and then next week we should have a pod coming. I mean, this week we should have a pod coming out probably Thursday or Friday um, to talk about these games tonight and then what we're going to see this weekend. So, um, a lot of content coming out. Uh, shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to the spot and Charlene and all of them. Shout out to uh, Fit by K, all our dogs. And y'all have a great, great, great week. Um, enjoy your holiday if you have off tomorrow. If you don't have off tomorrow, I'm sorry. And y'all work hard. I hope it's an easy day for you. Y'all let people over in traffic. I almost forgot. Sammy Watkins, shut up. Oh, what did he say? Sammy Watkins said Lamar should play through the injury. Yeah, they should oh, Sammy yeah. Watkins, Sean Payton. Yeah. Michael Vick. Um, and uh, who was the last person? Vick, too. Vick, bro. I was upset. I was like, Vick, bro. Come on. Listen, all y'all shut up. I was like, shut up. Shut up, fam. Shut up. Listen, if anyone, listen, if anyone should know the value of a guaranteed contract, bro, Vick. it should be Michael Vick. Oh, come on, bro. Damn. You don't say that, bro. I expect that from Sean Payton. But you, Vic, come on, come on, bro. And somebody else said it. I can't remember who else said it. Sammy Watkins. Man, oh, Sammy Watkins. Wilson. It Charles Wilson. Charles Wilson. But Sammy Watkins said it too, yes. Charles Wilson, but Charles Wilson said some dumb stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, CTE crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Watkins, Mr. IR, with the nerve to say who shouldn't play and who should play. Sammy Watkins, you've been hurt, you hurt since Clemson. Get out of here. You were hurt coming into the draft, bro. People didn't want to draft you because you was hurt. Shut up, bro. You've been on 18s because you really can't stay healthy, bro. Like, Shut up, bro. Um, so talk about a guaranteed deal. Um, basketball, we still love you. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't want that to be forgotten, but we will talk about that. Yeah, but, Ja, salute to you for last night because what the whoa. whoa. Uh, I guess that's what's okay. <laughs> I guess it's all right. <laughs> hey, but no, you're right, Ja. Listen, man. And, you know, NBA, bro, we can just stop doing we can just stop doing that. Why are there G Leaguers in the dunk contest? Bro? Matt McClung dog. Why are there G Leaguers in the dunk contest, bro? You know what? And I didn't mind when it would be like, you know, it would be a dunk contest. It would be like a couple stars and a couple bench players we've mm -hmm. never seen before. But the bench players are like insane jumpers. Like, like and, and they always kind of ended up being stars mm -hmm. in some way. Like, it was yeah. like a writer, like Giannis. Like a writer package. Dude. Yeah, like Giannis did it. Kobe did it when he was young. Like, you would see players do it when they were young. Yeah. Like, we don't need J. Leagues in the dunk contest, fam. If the best dunkers are not going to dunk, which they are not, they're not. not dunking. I will say, one of the dudes they got, um, Kevin Kenyon Martin Jr. is in the dunk contest. Ooh. And the boy from, old dude from Portland, Sharp. Oh, Shaden Sharp. Both Shaden Sharp. Yeah. They, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like they're gonna put on a show. That's the other two, Matt McClung, that was just because it's, I don't know what. I guess they just needed a. Um, you know, we white stuff just happened. I was about to say, like, they needed to fill the, what's it called? What do you think Mac McClung's response was when he found out he was going to be the dunk contest? Because it had to be shot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like, <laughs> Matt's going to be the dunk contest. Really? <laughs> Are you sure? What, the, what kind of dunk contest? The G League dunk contest? <laughs> and how does that work? Is he going to run up there in that G League jersey? I guess. I hope so. I'm praying that he does. Shout out, shout, you know, shout out to Kemba Walker. Shout also. out to former warrior Mount McClung. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kemba Walker uh, signed a deal with Milan. I'm glad he knows first team all good dudes. <laughs> first team all good dudes. Yeah, boys. But for real, I love y'all. And y'all have a great week. Everybody stay safe. Yep. And we'll see y'all later this week.